Wherever you are, around the world, welcome to Stones Live, a Maidstone United supporters station. On Stones Live with Simon Miller and Company, the Stones' preferred estate agent. Hello everyone and welcome back to Stones Live. We are here in a relatively overcasted Winchester today bringing you all the action following Maystone United on the road in this FA Cup tie against Winchester City FC. My name is Joseph Parkhouse and joining me today in the co-commentary position is Nigel Seeger. Hello, Nigel. Hello, Joseph. Yeah, good to be here. Hopefully yes, uh, continue this journey we're on. Yeah, it's not too bad of a little run that we're on at the moment, of course. Maystone looking for a fourth consecutive win in a row for the first time under George Elakobi, I do believe. And, uh, of course, we've already got one FA Cup victory over Stenning Town included in that little run that I have just mentioned. Uh, Chippenham away and Worthing at home, of course, 4-0 uh, route last week, which was a sensational game uh, to be a part of in terms of that atmosphere there. It's a fantastic game for the Stones. So hopefully we're going to be able to replicate that um, here today. I've spoken to a few Winchester faithful around the ground uh, in this early part of the afternoon and they're not too confident Nigel uh, they've, they've got quite a few considerable injuries um, I believe I've been told that their club captain's not going to be featuring today and they've got a knock to their goalkeeper one of their strikers is injured one of their centre halves is injured so a side who of course playing in this division aren't exactly you know a professional side obviously you can tell that from our surroundings but they've done quite well um, they're, they're currently mid-table-ish in their division one below Maidstone but you never know with the FA Cup do you? Yeah no, that's right it's, uh, they, had a good they had a good win in the week didn't they against uh, Cheshire who were unbeaten on top of the league at that point um, as you say they have got um, injury worries but also that's um, an opportunity for somebody else to come in and and make a name for themselves to say it's uh, you know it's an FA Cup it's a one-off game and kind of you know it's, somebody else can come in and stake a claim and uh, it's down to Maystone to sort of be professional about it and nullify that and you know insert their dominance on them on the, the their more physical team they're you know a full-time team so you know I'm sure George has Adam watched as he said many times before um, 
and he treats all the opposition the same. So hopefully they've got their shape right and they've got their uh, their patterns right. It's quite a strong lineup that George has gone with, isn't it, Joe? Yeah, it's uh, quite a strong lineup indeed. Um, as Nigel referenced there, obviously, um, if you've seen it online, you'll know that Harry Kiprianu is uh, getting his first start for the Stones today, replacing Bibesh Gurung, I do believe, from the uh, previous lineup for the Stones. But Nigel, I think um, it's probably about time we get through the uh, team sheet. And obviously, um, we have got a, a very extended bench today due to the nature of the FA Cup. So Nigel's just going to run through that for everybody right now. Yeah, so we'll start off with the Stones team. Obviously, there they are, the away team today, and they are playing in their ambulance shirts, but we are with our amber shorts, or yellows, some might call it, so keeping that tradition going as well. But the team lineup is, uh, in goal, number one, Lucas Kovalen, number three, Chi Enzanolim, number five, and captain, George Fowler, number six, Rafe Brown, number nine, Sol Wanjo Smith, number 10, Lamar Reynolds, number 11, Devontae Aaron Sibia, number 15, Sam Bone, Number 16, Harry Kiprianu. Number 17, Levi Amanchi. And number 20, Connor Kelly. And on the bench, of course, we can name seven uh, subs in the FA Cup. And we have named our full quota. So we have coming back in after a recent inj injury is Reese Greenwich. Num number four. Number seven, Radak Coleman de Graft. Number eight, also returning from injury, is Sam Korn. Number 12, Harley Earl. Number 14, Ogo Obi. Number 18, Michael Petrasso. And number 19, Riley Court. And for Winchester City, we have in goal, Chris Philpott, Josh McCormack, Danny King, Ollie Griggs, Jordan Rose, Pip Nolan, Trevor Caborn, Max Smith, Tommy Wright, uh, Simba, Lambo and Ike Hill and on the bench for Winchester City uh, we've got Mark Jameson uh, the goalkeeper is Harry Birchnell Dan Jones Connor Lynch Jamie Barron Warren Bentley and Ollie Bulmer sorry apologies but there's no numbers there but they uh, haven't put three is Robert Ablett I believe we found out from Darren so yeah, as you say, uh, Joseph, quite a strong bench there and only one change from last week. So uh, George is definitely taking it serious as he should. Yeah, a lot of uh, returning players for the Stones today as well. Obviously, Nigel's mentioned all of them there in those uh, lineups for the Stones today. And especially featuring on the bench, we're seeing a lot of very key players in the past for Maidstone coming back and a couple of newer faces as well, of course, in uh, Michael Petrasso. Uh, obviously Harry Capriani getting his first start for the team and Reese Greenwich and Sam Korn both returning to the squad as well after an extended period out and uh, it'd be very nice to see at some point those two get a few minutes to just try and ease themselves back into it. I'm sure we'll see them at some point. Um, but as I mentioned earlier, spoken to a few Winchester fans uh, around the ground today. It's a very, very hospitable club. Um, they've, they've done very well at uh, accommodating everybody here at the moment and um, they did say that like I said earlier not too confident about today uh, with those injuries there's a few people expecting a uh, bit of a drumming someone said uh, as long as we don't concede six I think I'll be quite happy with that so 
not to get anyone's expectations up as we know what this Maystone team are capable of in the past at least in terms of maybe not living up to expectation but as we've referenced already we're on a pretty good run at the moment so fingers crossed we can keep that up now Nigel looking at that starting 11 for the Stones today obviously Kiprianu's coming in but is there anybody else in that starting lineup that you think you know you're expecting quite a good game from obviously everybody considering the opposition but anyone you feel might be a standout um yeah i think Connor kelly again he had a, he had a quite a good performance last week didn't he against worthing um and he's kind of there's a lot of expectation on him at the beginning of the season wasn't there we you know we said it in our podcast that you know he looked very good in pre-season and mm -hmm. we signed him up but i think he just took it a few games to get up and running but the last few games he's just been that bundle of energy hasn't he just yeah the you know just playing anywhere in the midfield really just in behind the front two as George's that lineup as well has sort of settled on that Amanchi uh, Solwan Joe Smith partnership is now starting to bear fruit and he's just in and around that just picking up the loose balls just being that bundle of energy in there um, Aaron Sibia kind of gone under the radar a little bit but you know steady enough there and Lamar Reynolds as well you know another one that you know yeah, he shows spells of in games, doesn't he? Where he, he you does. know, like last week, you know, if you're being critical, it's very hard to be critical after a four-nil performance. But he, did, he wasn't a standout. But then he got that assist for um, Levi. Levi's third yeah. goal, wasn't he? You know, that that lovely ball in from the right-hand side. You know, so like we say, he produces. He's got uh, in him to produce those moments of quality. But he just needs to put it all together and over a full ninety minutes. But you know, I think George and the management team are quite happy about how. Everyone's progressing. They're kind of trying to manage the minutes of everyone, aren't they? You know, it's it's not as if like you've got the one starting eleven and you know we're flogging it sort of thing. We've got players coming back now from injury, so yeah. again that's trying to look look at rotating them in and getting them their minutes up as well. So yeah, it's all good signs. And if we can do it while we're still uh, and winning at the same time, it just bodes well for the rest of the season, doesn't it? Yeah, it does. I think obviously we're still very much in the early stages of the season here, uh, following the stones and. Nigel actually said to me earlier, when you look at the team as they're walking across the pitch in the warm-up and the training session, you realise we do actually have quite a big squad, um, which of course was quite a big concern for a lot of people not too long ago in terms of the amount of players we brought in over the summer. Um, we didn't obviously make too many signings straight away. Um, and then towards the end of the summer, we hadn't really increased that many either. But of course, over the last month or two, we have brought people in very steadily. You know, Petrasso's come in. Um, we ended up getting the likes of Liam Soul on a permanent deal, Connor Kelly as well, um, Ogo Obi, a few other players to really help bolt that squad out. So it is good to see the squad that we have got, and it's good to see a lot of those players who are potentially going to be very important to us returning as well. So, uh, of course, Oliver Ash uh, just walks past us there in attendance at the game today, and uh, I've already seen Bill Williams as well and uh, it's good to see those uh, those owners uh, and those people in amongst the uh, decision makers at the club coming to support us in this FA Cup journey that we find ourselves on. So what we're going to do is uh, just wait for the teams to come out and uh, we're going to quickly come back with all the action in just a moment. Ever wanted your own online radio station but don't know where to start? Well, now, help is at hand. Good Morning World is a beginner's guide to starting your own internet radio station. 
Using easy-to-understand terminology, Good Morning World provides a step-by-step guide to getting on air with a low budget. Equipment, software, servers, setting it all up and starting your show. It's all covered. Good Morning World, a beginner's guide to starting your own internet radio station. Out now in paperback and ebook. And available from lulu.com, amazon.com and amazon.co.uk. Maidstone Web Design is a proud supporter of Maidstone United, iMusk and Stones Live. Our websites are fast to load, easy to navigate and work on mobile phones and tablets. Your website will automatically post to Facebook and Twitter, making your website more popular. We also help to get the right domain name, web space and email for your business. We offer a free consultation, so if you'd like to come and see us, please call 07905 357 140 or visit maidstonewebdesign.com. Are you ready for all the action? It's kickoff time on Stones Live with Simon Miller and Company, the Stones' preferred estate agent. So, hello everybody and welcome back to Stones Live. We are just five or so minutes away from the kickoff here at Winchester City FC. It's a very quaint little ground, but they've got a very, very large clubhouse, haven't they, Nigel? That's certainly their big ticket here. But um, there's a few little stands dotted around the ground. We're currently situated in what I believe they'd associate with being the main one, um, just alongside the halfway line. And uh, we've got, of course, John Gooch, a cameraman, just over to our side as well, a little bit further up this stand. Um, in terms of attendance, Nigel, there's quite a few Maystone fans here, isn't there? They seem to have situated themselves in what I think the Winchester fans refer to as the bus stop end. Bus that stop little end, shed yeah. that they've got at the end over there. And um, what do you reckon the attendance is looking like today? It's not as much as Stenning, but... No, it won't be as much as Stenning, because Stenning, you know, it was their cup final, wasn't it? And they promoted it within the community and gave out a lot of free tickets as well, I believe. But I'd expect there to be three to 400 people today like you say there's a, there's a good um, uh, amount of Maidstone fans here so um, I imagine there's be about 200 or 150 to 200 Maidstone fans so all the regular faces are here like he's spiky over there with his uh, East Mohican and Marsh and all that lot are here so you know always, we always do travelling good numbers I mean you know even last year as bad as it was, we still travelled in good numbers, didn't we? So, you know, it'll be it'll be a good crowd. Yeah, and someone that I spoke to before the game as well was um, asking me where I travelled from to come and do the commentary today. And I said, well, I travelled from Maidstone as, as a Maidstone fan. And he said, really? I said, yeah. I said, I travelled from Maidstone, as did, I assume, the majority of people here. And he said, oh, good on you. That's the way to go, isn't it? I thought, oh, this is probably one of our more local games of the yeah. season, isn't it? About yeah, an hour and a half that. away an hour and a half two hours away that's probably why everyone was so happy to make their way down today but yeah it's interesting of course to see um, the perspectives that different teams have in leagues below Um, obviously you know with the National League last season the travelling we had to do then you know the likes of Gateshead obviously I didn't go to that one but um, Wrexham Notts County a couple of times you know Chesterfield all games are very far away but Maystone always do travel with good numbers and 
hopefully uh, we're going to be one of the uh, better attendances that Winchester would have hosted here in uh, recent times but Winchester as well just looking at their previous form coming into this game I mentioned earlier that Maystone are currently looking to extend their three winning streak to a four Winchester are looking to do the same uh, one cup game involved for them as well and uh, a very good win over well at the time second in the league uh, Chesham I do believe and um, that was a good win for them just a week or so ago so both teams coming into this game after not the greatest start to the season but both picking up form now in the slightly uh, you know once once the game gets going for teams you know they do tend to pick up a bit of form and I think obviously at this level for Winchester it's quite hard to determine how the season's going to play out isn't it because I was told that they had a, a Tuesday night game the other day and um, four of their players couldn't feature in it because they're school teachers and couldn't make the game in time so yeah exactly I mean that's, you know it's, they've, they've got that's something that they have to deal with week in week out isn't it you it know they is. have holidays and weddings at this time of year as well and you know unfortunately we those days for Maystone are behind us now you wouldn't you know for Maystone players didn't turn up for a game because they had a wedding you know you, there'd be shock horror among the fan base wouldn't <laughs> there? but yeah just the, 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 you're talking about their lineup though there is just one name on there that um, stands out for me um, a certain Mr Tommy Wright I remember I don't know if any of you the, the uh, back in the days when we was coming up through the leagues with Sutton United always seemed to score against us for Sutton I think he's local from down this way I think he was from Salisbury and so you know he's kind of come back down to this level and, and to be local I would imagine but yeah certainly a player that knows where the back of the net is so I'm sure Maystone has done their homework and know how to sort of stop that threat but yeah as I say you don't really know these players do you? you know that you know talking about the National League you know we know the opposition players you can you know even as fans you know ones to look out for but you know we wouldn't have known that it's the, the, a, a different goalie if we hadn't been told would we so you know you, you just gotta it's just a name on a piece of paper really isn't it and it's just all about Maystone really and how they perform and how they apply themselves and like we said uh, against Denning try and silence the crowd get an early goal you know get a little bit of pressure and uh, it should be a comfortable game but yeah you know it's just one of those isn't it as Jay used to always say you know you've just got to be on your game indeed Maystone are going to need to be on their game today if they're looking to secure another FA Cup victory against a slightly better competition than the last and of course at times we did make things a little bit difficult against Stenning Lucas Kovalan had a little bit of work to do in that game and he is starting here today of course as well and uh, Maystone fielding a very strong lineup for this game uh, just before the players take up their positions on the field we're going to run through a couple quick shout outs uh, Darren Styles asked me to pass on a get well soon message to Angela Reid uh, listening from home unfortunately not going through a fantastic time at the moment but hopefully a uh, good performance from the Stones today will help to lighten the mood just a little bit and Connor Kent as well of course the Stones live regular enjoying a little sunny holiday away and uh, hopefully repping Maystone United on the beach whether, wherever he may be so uh, we are just under a minute away from kickoff now uh, the Stones boys just getting their last little warm up in all of the uh, Winchester players just getting involved in knocking the ball about right now and the referee is making his way over towards the centre circle now you're going to have to excuse a few uh, potential 
mislaid words in this game as we have got quite a large portion of people standing in front of us on uh, our right hand side which is currently where Maystone find themselves so hopefully there won't be too much action down there at this moment in time and uh, we'll be able to see the majority of the pitch but we are pretty much uh, at a below standing level where we're situated at the moment so like I say there's going to be potentially a few times where we might not pick up on everything but we'll do our best of course and uh, see what we can do once this game does get underway it is currently three o'clock and uh, as is the nature of Mason games in recent weeks we're going to have another little late kickoff but we'll uh, keep the timer on and we'll uh, let you know that the teams are switching sides at the moment but we'll also let you know throughout the game at what minute we are in so you haven't got to keep a track for yourselves so teams swapping sides of course going to delay things a little bit further and uh, I'm not quite sure who won the kickoff as no one seems to be claiming that one straight away let me know that Maystone will be attacking the contingent of Stones fans that have congregated in that does. bus stop shots down there that you mentioned earlier Joseph yeah so they are going to be shooting towards where two lovely gentlemen are standing right in front of my view of the goal <laughs> so I'll try and let you know if we've scored. I'm sure the reaction will be able to dictate that for you. And uh, thumbs up from Oliver Ash there for us Stones Live boys. And uh, nicely, a bit of appreciation for the work that we do for the club here. So it's going to be a Winchester City FC uh, kickoff at the start of this first half. We are still waiting for that to happen, but I'm sure it won't be too long now. Levi Amanchi and Sol Angel Smith just hovering there on the halfway line waiting to enact that press as soon as the kickoff is taken of course that's how Mason benefits so well against Worthing on the weekend last time out and uh, really really proved themselves as a fantastic pressing outfit but Winchester knocked the ball forward and it's Rafe Brown at right back who scuffs the ball and uh, is picked up by the number nine who gives it to the 11 one back by Rafe Brown there on the right hand side for the stones and cleared down the line the captain for Winchester, lobs the ball into the middle, it's picked up by the number 10 and he's running through but the touch is unfortunately too far away from him and it ends up at the hands of Lucas Kovalan. Now that's a quick start there from Winchester, about 10 to 15 seconds into the game and they're already trying to make those runs in towards the Maystone United box so do have to be careful of that and uh, just make sure we keep an eye on these teams. We don't want to have any lapses in concentration that could cost us and uh, Lamar Reynolds finds himself out on the right-hand side, winning a throw-in. He goes to take it quick, but the option's not quite there. He's looking at Connor Kelly. Again, the option's not quite on. Launches one into the box, and it is headed clear back out to Reynolds. Reynolds has it as his feet now. And he's just trying to make his way around the player. Does cut back inside and loses out, and the ball is cleared down the line as far as George Fowler. I think it did go out of play in all of that and it's going to be taken right back up the line to Lamar Reynolds, level with the Winchester penalty area. It's another throw-in. Gives it short to Sol Wanjo Smith who loses out and Winchester man just launches that ball <laughs> into this uh, little kind of canopy propped up stand that we've got next to us. Um, hosting a few families by the looks of it in there. So to watch themselves for that stray ball but it's going to be a throw into Maidstone nonetheless. Lamar Reynolds going to be taking this one into Wanjell Smith. 
back to Bone. Bones touches on the ball is not great and he's lost out to the number nine. Aaron Sibir gets his foot on the ball as Kelly and Amanchi try and win it back. But Amanchi's gone down with a little knock to the ankle. He's okay though. He's back up, just shaking the pain off for that one. Ezinolim lets it roll back to Kiprianu and Kiprianu looks to just maintain the ball. He is actually playing in a central defensive position today is Harry Kiprianu. Of course, someone who's very, very versatile in the positions that he can play, obviously featuring in midfield and at the back in his previous clubs, especially at South End, rotating quite a bit there. It's good to see him showing some of that versatility here today. Uh, ball from Fowler down the line, trying to find Reynolds. Reynolds hooks it in towards the back post, but it's gone right over everybody. And it's headed clear, but as Olim collects the ball, tries to make his way down the left-hand side of the box, and he blasts one straight into the car park, and that's gone into the bushes now so it's going to be a goal kick to Winchester obviously not the most convincing of efforts there from Chi Ezenolim but an effort nonetheless Nigel yeah see it just broke to him there didn't it he just didn't really have time to think about it and just left it but uh, yeah positive start for base don't just that little one little error from Rafe there on the kickoff but uh, don't keep the ball well and just looking to press home the advantage but still nil nil Kiprianu is up with the header and gets it on to Aaron Sibia into Kelly, Kelly plays the Solandro Smith and he is just a yard offside and the linesman has called him out on that one, lovely little ball there from Connor Kelly to play Wangel Smith in out wide, in behind the defensive line of Winchester but unfortunately Sol just got the jump a little bit too early on that one yeah, and uh, did lose out, didn't he? It's going to be interesting to see the, uh, that, the dynamics of that uh, midfield work um, with Bone now stepping into that sort of holding midfield position that Bivish was playing last week. Header from Rafe there, back to Coverland as a hooked ball in from the number three. Uh, Danny King has played through there. And Coverland just ushering his team up the field, of course. Excellent distribution. Yet again, finds Levi Manchi spot on, who heads to Sol Andrew Smith out to Lamar Reynolds. Reynolds tries to get it out of his feet into the middle. And it's hooked across the box. There's a bit of ping pong in there, and it's cleared out to Harry Kiprianu. Heads to the width, tries to find Ezanolim, heads on again, and tries to get a ball into a Manchi, but it's chested down and controlled well by the goalkeeper for Winchester, Charlie Philpot, and he's done well to collect himself there. So it's going to be an uh, opportunity for Winchester to get the ball up the field here. They've got a uh, quite clear 4-2-4 looking formation going on at the moment. Rather attacking. And uh, King again on the ball. Tries to find the number nine down the line. Tommy Wright. And here comes the number six now. Pip Nolan driving into the midfield. Playing it out wide to Josh McCormick. McCormick under pressure from Aaron Sibia. Glides past Aaron Sibia with a little effort. Lashes the ball into the midfield and it's uh, sorry into the penalty area and it's cleared well by George Fowler as Aaron Sibia picks it up and again gives it away very sloppily to the number five in Jordan Rhodes who or Jordan Rose sorry who hooks the ball forward and it does run out for a goal kick to Maystone but not the best of starts down that left hand side for Maystone looking a little bit sloppy in possession with Ezinodim and Aaron Sibia both giving the ball away a couple of times already in this first five minutes or so and it's something we've got to be a little bit more composed about isn't it Nigel we don't yeah, want to do exactly. what we did against Stenning we said it at the beginning didn't we just, it's about just keeping your concentration especially early doors you know just don't give don't give them a chance to score a goal do you know what I mean just yep. don't you know 
they get a goal, then they're they're they they hang on. They've got something to play for, haven't they? So it's just about you know they're going to be full of energy. Just just stay in the game and just don't make a mistake. And I'm sure it will come, but don't try and force it. Kipriano up to Reynolds, who goes for a fancy flick, but it doesn't come off, and it's cleared down the line by Danny King once again. Seven minutes on the clock now. As the wind picks up a little bit here, so apologies if you're picking up any of that breeze. We're rather exposed where we're sitting at the moment. As the ball is cleared far and into the middle by Rose. As Enolim clears up to Rose again and seen out by Kiprianu, who lets it roll back to Kovalam. I am aware that we may be having a few uh, connectivity issues at the moment. Unfortunately, that is going to be down to where we're situated we're rather in the middle of nowhere if I'm honest and of course as you'll know we do broadcast live from uh, Dongle and unfortunately in this area it's not the best of connections we are trying of course to maintain that but we'll uh, try and be bring you all the action as best we can nonetheless ball goes out there over the top and uh, it's going to be a goal kick to Winchester City taking his time for this one here someone's put the ball back on the pitch but been no help in leaving it 20 yards away from where the goalkeeper was waiting for it so it's not the biggest goalkeeper in the world is it either Nigel I think this may be obviously as it was mentioned to me before the game their first team goalkeeper has got a knock so it seems like this could be someone from perhaps maybe development side or yeah, uh, some sort uh, of rotational goalkeeper in a similar ilk to what we have with Harley L but exactly that yeah it's uh it's important that we sort of try and test him early, I think, but we haven't yeah. as managed yet to get a shot on target. But Yeah, he's not been tested as of yet, not had a lot to do in this first 10 minutes or so, and it's going to be a free kick to Maidstone on the edge of their own penalty area because of a uh, offside given there against the Winchester player on the width. Just waiting for Kovalan to take this one. Launch wide out to Levi Manchi, trying to find Ranjal Smith in the middle. Played well by Winchester, though, into the number 10, Simba Malambo. And here they come down the right-hand side. The number 7 goes down under some potential contact from Ezin Olin, but it's waved off pretty quickly by the referee. And Trevor Caborn got down, or Coborn got down the line really well there. He's doing quite well at getting past Arian Sibia and Ezin Olin in these early stages of the game, but... Hopefully Maystone can be able to warm into it a little bit and uh, try and keep up with his pace down that right-hand side for Winchester. Kiprianu to Aaron Sibia. Kiprianu on the left-hand side over near the Winchester dugout. Left-footed ball into the middle, trying to find a Manchi. Can't, but it falls to Aaron Sibia. Aaron Sibia out wide to Ezin Olim. Good little ball there from Devontae as Ezin Olim berates himself... Or Barrages, sorry, down the line, uh, but then berates himself for perhaps not the best delivered cross, but he has won a corner from it. It was a low, hard one instead of perhaps that aerial one he was looking for, trying to find the head of a Manchin. It's going to be the Stones' first corner of the game here, taken by Connor Kelly. And uh, of course, he's going to be aiming for the big man, Levi Manchi, in the middle, but Sam Bone and Rafe Brown find themselves in the penalty area as well. Nigel, I'm going to need your perspective as I think you might need a bit of a clearer line here uh, than, than I have. But if it goes in, I'll try and tell you who scored. But I can only see about three of the 15 players in the box. 
Connor Kelly. Ball in and it's caught well by the goalkeeper. He's done really well to come out and claim that one and kicks it low and hard up the field to the number nine, Tommy Wright. But he can't keep it in and it's gone out for a Maystone throw just inside their own half on the left-hand side. Kiprianu makes his way out to take that one. Yeah, no rush. Test there for the Winchester goalie. Came out well. Yeah, he's uh, playing with confidence. I think that's what you've got to do when you're called into a side on short notice. And Kiprianu there, I think the ball's just bobbled on the turf and he's unfortunately not been able to collect himself and uh, keep the ball at his feet. It's bobbled out the play there, but it's going to be a throw into Winchester level with a halfway line. You did say, didn't you, before kickoff, it was quite a slope from right to left in on the pitch, especially in the goal mouth. And it's gone out of play yet again uh, from Winchester. They, again, couldn't get the ball in in the final third. Another good run there from the number seven in Caborn. I'm going to go with Caborn. I can't quite make it out on the team sheet we've got here, but he's looked pretty bright so far. Certainly uh, their biggest attacking threat in this first 12 minutes or so. And uh, Lucas Kovalan distributes high up to Levi Amanchi. Loses out the header to Rose, but does try and get the ball back. He does win it back, but can't find Kelly. And it's cleared by Winchester. Brown trying to get involved, but nudged off the ball by Wright. Bone hooks forward overhead. And Bona picks up the ball again after the rebound from uh, King. King launches the ball down the line. George Fowler clears now up to Reynolds. Reynolds tries to flick it on, but it's lost and won back by Reynolds yet again. Cleared by King up towards Ezin Lollim, headed down well by Coborn. I'm going to go Coborn now. I just had someone say it behind me, and Coborn picks the ball up out wide. He nutmegs Ezin Lollim and does really well to get round him there and find the number eight, Max Smith, who hooks the ball in towards the back post, and there's a good effort there as it's cleared well by Maystone United. Simba Malambo tries to get on the ball, but can't quite get the connection that he needs and it's picked up by the number four Ollie Griggs out now a lofted ball into the back of the post and it can't stay on the pitch yet again a good ball in from Max Smith but perhaps a little much on it for uh, anyone really to get anything on as it peters out for another goal kick to Maidstone good bit of intensity there from Winchester wasn't it Nigel yeah just on that header there he just didn't get a shot he just kind of headed it up in the air didn't he just gave a uh George Fowler, I think it was the opportunity to clear the ball there, but it's Maystone that have it now, bringing the ball out with Kipriano. Plays a crossfield ball looking for Lamar Reynolds. Lovely Finds ball, Lamar man. Reynolds. Reynolds into Aaron Sibia this time down the right hand side. Devontae finds Kelly. About 35 yards out from goal over on the right hand side. And Devontae just tracks back a little bit with the ball here, trying to find the option. Hooks the ball into Wanjal Smith, tries to chest it down, and he does. Running now the length of the edge of the penalty area, plays it out to Ezin Olim, who hooks the ball into the middle, and it's not at the feet of Wanjal Smith, much to his disappointment, as collected well again by Charlie Philpot. Yeah, just at a nice height there for the goal. He just uh, fell onto the ball. But a good build-up play there for Maystone. Switching it from uh, right to left. There's a long ball out by Philpot in the Winchester net. Kelly can't win it. And it's going out for a Maystone throw. 
over on the left-hand side, Kiprianu almost playing as part of a, a back three here, really, as in not in pushing much higher up the field constantly in the Winchester half. But again, that's something that we've seen quite a little bit with uh, George Elikobi's sides in recent months. Obviously, that adaptability to go from a three or five at the back into a four in the transition. And Manchi picks the ball up and bombs it down the left-hand side. Here he comes, and so Andrew Smith and Reynolds are waiting in the middle. Reynolds at the back post collects the ball, and he skies it from the edge of the six-yard box. Well over the bar and into the trees in the background from Lamar Reynolds. Just couldn't get over the ball there, and he's managed to get under it quite significantly and blast that one high and wide over the crossbar, and it's unfortunate there. Really good opportunity and well worked from Levi Manchi down the left-hand side, wasn't it, Nigel? Yeah, he made that all himself there, Levi Manchi. He managed to get that cross in, but... As the ball came in, Lee Reynolds was just reaching for it, just leaning back and consequently just hit it over the bar and I think it was still rising and would have cleared the trees behind the goal as well. But, you know, again, good signs from Maystone. Just uh, probing there, just uh, trying to get a few patches of play together. Yeah, Substitute. good effort nonetheless from Maystone as a collective there on that attack and uh, a few players out warming up as well. Maidstone, Obi Petrasso and Riley Court all out there. Riley Court, of course, signing a professional contract with the club uh, this week. So big congratulations to him. Ezinolin brought down by right over by the left corner flag of the Maidstone half. Helped to his feet by Kiprianu. Yeah, he did well there, Ezinolin. Just put his body between himself and Tommy Wright, just protecting that ball, waiting for it to go out. And as Tommy Wright reached round, he just fouled in Zanolim, so it's going to be a free kick to Maystone. And long clear ball by Lucas Kovalan. And Manchi can't quite collect it. Connor Kelly in hot pursuit as they come down the right-hand side now with McCormick. Plays the ball into uh, Coborn, but does lose out yet again. It's going to be a throw into the stones. Kiprianu just waiting for the ref's okay on this one. There is a player down in Jordan Rose, the big centre half, the number five for Winchester this afternoon. It's not looking too concerning, I wouldn't say, although you never know with these off-the-ball ones, do you, Nigel? Uh, I don't know if he's gone down with injury there because uh, uh, Winchester subs has just put his shirt on. Took his bib off. He's walked himself off quite convincingly there as Rose, but he's gone straight back down on the sideline looking for some sort of treatment. And it does seem that the play is going to continue. Winchester are going to be playing with 10 men until Rose or somebody else is going to be able to come on. Uh, there is someone warming up for Winchester, so you'd make the assumption that he is going to be coming on for Rose whilst he's receiving treatment as the ball is played down the line to Wanjal Smith, can't keep it on and uh, unfortunately for the Stones that one goes out of play and uh, just a long raking ball there in search of something advantageous for Maidstone but couldn't quite come together as Rose makes his way back onto the pitch I think that's the last thing Winchester want to see right now is another one of their players going down injured so it's good for them to get him back on almost straight away and it's going to be a fill pot 
goal kick. Maystone fans starting to kick up a little bit of noise now at the bus stop end. As Bone just hooks one forward over the top there and it's headed back really, really well by Pip Nolan to the hands of Philpot. So Angel Smith just trying to get involved there, trying to get a little something on the ball, put Philpot under enough pressure to perhaps allow himself free passage into the box like we saw against Stenning a couple of times as Coborn does head down to Kipriani. Kipriani clears long. It's going to go out for a throw in to Winchester. Not the most exciting at first 20 minutes here, but of course still plenty of time left to go. Not even a quarter of the way through the game yet. Both sides just trying to ease their way into it. Obviously picking up a little bit more consistency as they go along, but Maidstone only coming forward a couple times. Obviously should be in the lead really with that opportunity from Lamar Reynolds, but obviously not taken. You'd hope that the next time a chance falls to him or someone in that front line, Maystone are going to be able to establish a lead here quite early on, as Nigel said in the pre-game talk, that would be quite important to try and establish that lead early on, isn't it? Yeah, exactly. I mean, Winchester are just sitting in there at the moment, just looking to pick up any scraps and capitalise on any mistakes that Maystone make. Maystone not really probing. They've, they've got a lot of the ball, but it's just that final ball. Just going over the top and looking for a, an opportunity for uh, Wanjo Smith and Amanchi to run on to, but nothing quite as yet. That ball played out here to the left-hand side this time, and it's Ike Hill with the touchdown. It's just not good enough to stay on too convincingly, but it is going to be a throw-in to them nonetheless. It seems the last touch may have come off Lamar Reynolds. And it's going to be Pip Nolan with the throw-in here down the line. Searching for Malambo. And it's put out of play again by Maidstone. Another throw into Winchester, about halfway inside the Maidstone half. Lovely little lofted pass there from a man in his sandals on the uh, sideline to Pip Nolan to take the throw, but it's won by Aaron Sibia. Hooked forward to Amanchi, but can't win it. And it's hooked out again to Coborn, who's got Ezinolim out with him. Aaron Sibia is also in attendance, but it's uh, another player out there who's picked the ball up this time, and it's going to be the number two, McCormick, making his way down the line. Good opportunity to get a ball in here at the near post, and Wright is beaten to the ball by Kipriani, who clears wide up towards the halfway line. And Sam Bone collecting. Sam Bone has got an opportunity to get ball forward here, but he probably chooses the wrong option. As Sol Andrew Smith wasn't quite on his bike yet, and Lamar Reynolds was out free on the right side, but it's put out of play there by Rose. And uh, so Wanja Smith takes the throw in quite quickly into Kelly. Wanja Smith, good ball in, and it's right towards the back post, but no one's really there. Levi Manchi a few yards away from that ball around the six-yard area. And another good opportunity for Maystone there, Nigel, but nothing too convincing so far. No, that's it. It's just all a bit bitty, isn't it, at the moment? I mean, Sam Bone there had an opportunity to put his foot on the ball and look and pick a pass, but he just played it first time and just put too much on it and uh, fortunately a mistake by Rose by putting it out there I think it just come off of his shin and Maystone couldn't capitalise yeah very cagey affair so far and that's only increased by the fact that goal kick there went straight out of play and uh, it's going to be a Maystone throw just inside the Winchester half cheers and Olim ready to take this one but 
Again, no one really creating a uh, significant option for him. If he did miss the early kickoff in the Premier League earlier, Aston Villa did beat Brighton Hove Albion 6 1. Uh, very, very commanding victory there. And here comes Ike Hill now. Good bit of footwork in the midfield to play the ball out to Coburn. Coburn this time beaten by as in on him to win the ball back, but it's gone out for a throw. And it's going to be the number six. Pip Nolan coming across to take this one. Switching sides for this long throw, you'd assume. Quite a few players for Winchester in the Maidstone penalty area. And Manchi and Wanjel Smith, the only two that aren't for Maidstone. Here comes that throw in towards the front post. Headed out by Rafe Brown. Only as far as Manchi who loses out, but Kelly's there to pick it up. Let's put out a play by Connor Kelly. Pip Nolan doesn't want the throw in. Oh, and the referee's given it the other way now. He's changed his mind, perhaps with some help from his uh, linesman. There's going to be a throw in to Maidstone now. Kiprianu on the left-hand side into Bone. Bone looks to clear long and far down the line. Up to Solwangel Smith, but another header from Nolan straight back to Philpott. And that's something we've seen all afternoon so far. Philpot picks it up, rolls out quickly to Rose. Rose coming down the right. Plays in Coburn again under pressure, this time from Kipriani. Good challenge there from Kipriani to see that ball out of play. It's going to be another throw into Winchester. Winchester just starting to grow into it a little bit more now in terms of dominance. Maystone not really getting forward too convincingly in this last five to ten minutes. It's uh, looking a little bit more cagey than perhaps we had initially anticipated coming into this game, of course, off the back of a significant win at the weekend. But Kovalan catches the ball direct from the throw-in, and he's looking to go quick, but nothing's really on. Wanjo Smith creating an option there, but perhaps not something that Kovalan was confident in playing in. Rolled out to Kiprianu. Kipriani on the left-hand side with a ball in the middle to Kelly. Kelly sleeping on that one, was not alert at all to it and it's picked up by Winchester. And here they come now down the left-hand side. Ushered out of play really well there is Malambo. And it is back to King. King in the middle to Smith. Smith out to McCormick down the right-hand side. He's got a good bit of pace about him and ability on the ball has McCormick. And he's apparently got a half-decent delivery despite the deflection. And Kovalin comes and claims that ball. Up against Simba Malombo, uh, yeah, Malambo, sorry. And uh, a free kick has been given, uh, I believe, against Winchester. Yeah, looked like it. Covalent just having a word there with the referee. Uh, a few other scores around the Premier League for those interested. 1 0 to Arsenal against Bournemouth, 1 0 to Luton against Everton, looking for their first win of the Premier League season. Uh, and Crystal Palace are currently beating Manchester United 1 0. Newcastle beating Burnley 1-0, West Ham beating Sheffield 1-0 and Wolverhampton Wanderers are beating Manchester City, the current league leaders, 1-0 as well. So a few upsets on the cards in the Premier League. Can Winchester replicate that here? A good ball through and Covalent clears up to Aaron Sibia. And uh, Winchester looking to do a little fast break there but couldn't quite pull it off as an him under pressure from Coburn. Back to Kiprianu, who just chops it onto his other foot. A lot of play on the left foot of Kiprianu here as he plays the ball 
attempted into a Manji, but it's intercepted on the way through by Smith. And unfortunately for Maidstone, it is another turnover in possession, but Rose now is being chased down by a Manchi. Hooks the ball out and wide. Again, another ball out of the ground. Just a few uh, FA Cup scores as well. Worthing, currently 1-0 down at home to Whitehawk. So not going too well for Woking at the moment. Sorry, uh, Worthing at the moment. Um, Murphy 1, Sheppey 1. Macclesfield 1, Warrington Rylands 1. Um, and in the early kickoff, Leak Town beat Shelf Shields. Needham Market also 0-0, which of course is where uh, Maystone's FA Cup journey of last season did end very abruptly indeed under Hakan Hayratin. Uh, despite feeling a very strong year. side. <laughs> huh? I said it didn't even start last no, year. No, exactly. <laughs> Started before it was over. Didn't even get on the path to the cup uh, this time last year. So currently one up ourselves, but obviously still got this path here to try and tread against Winchester. It's going to be a goal kick for the home side. Taken along. One by Bone, headed to King. King clears high and wide. Coburn again, applying the pressure onto Cipriano. He definitely fouls in there. Cipriano jumps up to head the ball, but gets nudged as he jumps and is put to the ground. So it's going to be another Maystone free kick, this time on the edge of their own penalty area. Just going to all a little bit, little bit bitty again, hasn't it, Joseph? It's... Uh no side really dominant on the ball. A lot of long balls being played at the moment. Yeah, it's not, it's not a, uh, it's not a too fun of a watch right now. But obviously, still plenty of time left to go. We're only in the 28th minute, so still a good 20 minutes or so with the additional time added on at the end to go in this half. And of course, another 45 or there or thereabouts in the second so Winchester just collecting the ball about 50 yards out from goal knocking it around quite well with Pip Nolan looking for McCormick but he opts for Rose instead Winchester out to Ike Hill and then Dan King with the ball on the left Winchester just looking to uh, break down this right-hand side again. Ball into the box, which Coveland catches. A couple of uh, Winchester only slips there, Coveland, and the whistle, but he's going to get the chance to take it again there. Yeah, I don't know if there's a little touch from uh, one of the Winchester players there, seemingly so. Just as they're running back there. Coverland just trying to dictate to the team where he wants them to be, but it's not working out too well for Maidstone at the moment. This is again taken down by Coburn. Out to McCormick. Long down the line in search of Tommy Wright, but it's run out of play by Kiprianu. Yeah, I think this bitty play at the moment will suit Winchester. Just not giving any uh, Maystone any chance to get anything together. 
Well, it's been a very uh, repetitive first half so far. Again, Mason just looking to get the ball down the line quite quickly. And uh, Wanjo Smith finds himself in here from the throw-in. Heads on the ball and it's a tackle from the Winchester player to take Wanjo Smith down. And uh, one could argue that it was the last man there against Wanjo Smith. But yeah, I don't think he had full control of the ball though, did he, Wanjo Smith? Yeah, it's, it's too far wide and the ball was a little bit too far away from him to maybe warrant any, any more than perhaps a booking. But I don't even know if he's going to get that, the Winchester man. But there is going to be a free kick in a dangerous position for Maidstone. Connor Kelly having a word with the referee. Probably something along the lines of, why was that not a booking ref? But, uh, of course, you've got to be careful with those sort of exclamations these days. That will earn your place in the book yourself. The referee just walking down the defensive wall. And Kelly positioned himself over this free kick with Sam Bone. We've got Fowler... Wanjel Smith, Amanchi, Brown, all in the box. Kiprianu in there as well. Devontae Aaron Sibia in a very favourable position on the edge of the D as well, waiting for a potential ball to fall to the edge. We've seen plenty of times in the past last season him uh, orchestrate a great move from the edge of the box. And it's laid off to Sam Bone really poorly there by Connor Kelly. And he was too far away from Bone. He couldn't quite get on it forced to pass into the middle and it's just knocked out by Winchester and unfortunately I think in as good a position we were in Nigel that was quite a waste wasn't it? Yeah it was they had all the big men up there but but it's still with Maystone now and Donnelly puts the ball in the box and Smith but it doesn't drop for Connor, the oncoming Connor Kelly it's Winchester to try and catch Maystone on the break but intercepted there by Rafe Brown coming back from the corner. All played against Lamar Reynolds. It's all a bit messy. It's Amanchi plays the ball out wide looking for him to nod him, but cut out by Winchester. But Osmond continues his run and it's just boofed down and Coughlin will collect. Yeah, not the uh, most convincing effort in the world there from Maystone coming forward, but Fowler plays the ball down the line to Kelly. Kelly collects out by the right corner flag and it's going to be a throw in to Maidstone, level with the penalty area of Winchester. Again, you have to excuse uh, a lack of names in this upcoming part because can't quite see who's in amongst this attacking third with all the uh, crowd standing in front of us. That's now doubled since the start of the match, but Amanchi gets a little header on the ball. I think that's Kelly in there as well who heads forward, but it's collected quite easily by Charlie Philpott in the Winchester net. Again, Winchester look to come forward. Long kick down the field by Philpot, headed on by Malambo. Right foul by Rafe Brown. Very simple foul given away there by Rafe Brown, and unfortunately, uh, Mason are going to lose position yet again. Not the best position in the world for a uh, free kick delivery, but not the worst about 10 yards in from the left side of the field and about 10 yards in from the halfway line so it's going to be an in-swinging ball here from Ike Hill looking of course for big man Rose in there um, Alambo as well and Pip Nolan but it's played in towards the back post 
And Rose couldn't get anything on it, so it's gone out for a goal kick to the Stones. Coverland yeah, is there by uh, Winchester, opportunity to put the ball in the box and get ahead on it and just see if they can create something, but just played straight out of play. Coverland just watched it go over. And there we go, for the first time today, I can hear Nigel. So uh, <laughs> that's much better, isn't it? There we go. We'll have a lovely successful commentary from here on out hopefully as long as the result goes in Maystone's favour but uh, a bit of a battle in the midfield here for the ball right now and here comes Ike Hill down the left hand side great ball played into Tommy Wright and is Nigel going to be right with his prediction that Tommy Wright may get a goal today he's not and Lamar Reynolds is coming down the right hand side with the ball plays it into Bone Bone looking for an option but he's only under pressure from Ike Hill Bone has to opt for Kipriani around the back now and it's going to be uh, another long raking ball Lamar Reynolds ushered up the field by Kipriani and we're again just looking at Maystone having a bit of a break in play it's not the uh, high pressing stuff we saw against Worthing it's not the uh, attack attacking intensity we saw against Stenning it's very 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 ropey from the Stones in this first half and not playing with too much confidence we're not playing balls which we've seen in the past we're not playing with uh, too much technicality, we're just keeping things simple, maybe just trying to wear them down, break them down, looking longer term, as Kipriani lost the ball into the box, but it's cleared well, and Ike Hill loses it to Reynolds, and Amanchi picks the ball up, and Sol Wandro Smith picks the ball up, good challenge there from Rose in the middle, but Kelly collects, plays it out wide to Rafe Brown, who's got three or four men in the box, waiting for a delivery, but he's got to beat Ike Hill first, can he get around his man? I can't tell you, because there's too many people in my way, but... Lamar Reynolds ends up with the ball about 10 yards further back down the line. Lobs it in so Andrew Smith and he heads it wide. Just a few inches wide of the near post here. And uh, I'm not sure whether the keeper would have had control of that one there. But a decent effort nonetheless from Wanjo Smith. Yeah, just uh, rows of the highest there. Wanjo Smith can't quite see it from where we are. But, you know, we saw Wanjo Smith go up and... Uh, keeper was scrambling to get across but if the shot was on target I think it might have been in the bottom corner but it wasn't and it's still nil-nil. And again we're going to see Phil Pot line up a goal kick. Many of those so far. Both sides really yet to have a shot that's tested the keeper. Kovaland and Phil Pot both of course with a few claims and balls over the top but nothing really too much in terms of saves at this stage of the game. We are currently Let's have a little look at the old timer, 37 minutes into this half. So just under 10 to go, probably about 10 if we're going to add on added time as well. Because, of course, we did see that knock to Rose earlier on in the game, which saw him sidelined for a couple of minutes. And it's going to be Coburn picking the ball up, but it's won back by Aaron Sibio, and it's going to be a throw into Maidstone. Left for Ezinolim. Referees called him back there to... Stop walking up the field and claiming too much ground here. Kiprianu now with the throw. Just over the halfway line, cleared by Rose, up to right. Good head on there by right towards himself, and Kovaland comes out and heads clear. Only as far as Coburn over near the corner flag. Good little ball in towards the back post, but Reynolds is the one that picks it up, and Ike Hill is in attendance too, but... Reynolds plays the ball down the line to Amanchi. Amanchi loses out to Pip Nolan. And it's a good bit of play there from the captain, uh, Dan King, to uh, collect the ball and play it into the number four, Ollie Griggs. Ollie Griggs, the 
grandson of one of the chaps I was talking to before the game. So, little shout out to him. He's very proud to see him playing today. And, uh, of course, a very big game for him. Probably one of the highlights of his career. He doesn't look too old, so I can't imagine he's played many teams bigger than Maidstone, considering his current level. But Rafe Brown collects the ball at right back. Back to Lucas Kovalam. Out to Cipriano on the left-hand side. We've seen some good distribution from Cipriano today. We've also seen a few untidy passes, and I think that is quite indicative of the rest of the team's performance as Kovalan almost lets the ball slip away from him there as he plays a dangerous one into Bone and a good challenge there to uh, put the ball out of play from Malambo in the attacking midfield position for Winchester and again they are playing a bit of a 4-3-3, Maidstone doing fairly similar as well, obviously having that transitional three at the back at times in this game too but for the most part a uh, quite distinct back four I say that as an item was the furthest player forward on the pitch right there, but it's going to be a throw-in to Winchester, about 15 yards inside their own half. A long throw down the line from McCormick. Up to Malambo, cleared by Brown, unconvincingly to King. Ball played into the far corner and Coburn's in, att uh, in attendance, but collected quite simply there by Lucas Kovalan. Maystone just seems to be struggling to put two or three passes together. They yeah, I think once those passes start linking, we'll, we'll get that confidence. But like you say, Nigel, there's nothing really coming together right now for us. And a stray ball there is picked up by Max Smith in the middle. He's driving forward the freedom of the Maystone defensive half and plays the ball into right. Right turns, he looks to shoot. And it's blocked well there by George Fowler out to Coburn. Coburn knocks it round Aaron Sibby, gets the ball into the middle and it's a good little finish or a attempt at a finish from Malambo, a bit of an acrobatic uh, effort, but it's collected quite easily by Lucas Kovalan in goal. Unfortunately, from a Winchester perspective, nothing more to shout about than an effort on goal. And uh, I believe that's the first shot on target of the game. Yeah, Only took 40 minutes. Though, doesn't it? You know, it's just good build-up play again. Just Winchester just knocking it about, asking the questions of Maystone. And again, a decent header forward there, but it does find its way out of play, cleared by Winchester, and it's a throw-in to Maidstone. Brown with the ball. 1-2 of Aaron Sibia, Brown. Back to Cipriano on the halfway line. Just looking for that option is Cipriano, but he's happy to drive with the ball himself. Still going down the left-hand side, hooks a little ball into the middle. Wanjo Smith can't collect, and he's picked up again by Ike Hill, who clears. Can't find... Malambo up front, but Rose gets a header on it as he's hooked back in by Bone. And then Brown. Connor Kelly picks up a stray ball and he plays it out to Lamar Reynolds. He's got a Manchi waiting in the middle. Can he find him at the back post? He can, but it's not convincing. Aaron Sibia scuffs a volley over the crossbar. And that's the second time today. You know, Stone have hit one over from a uh, pretty comfortable range, but Maystone still yet to find their range in this game in terms of what they can get on target and uh, not too convincing so far but obviously we've seen in the past Maystone often referred to as a second half team still plenty of time left to go in this one so I'm sure we'll see a uh, upturn in terms of a away perspective in this second half that's to come but let's focus on the first for now as Cipriani tries to beat Coburn to a header but he can't Malambo picks the ball up and 
does manage to get it through to Wright, who knocks it on to Ike Hill, who finds himself in behind the defensive line here. As Anolim is on his backside, and there's a ball from Hill into the middle. And it's put out for a corner to Winchester. I think this is one of their first of the game, isn't it, Nigel? Yeah, I think so. I don't recall uh, any others. So it'll be interesting to see what they do with this. Chance, of course, to get some bodies in the box. Manchi for Maystone has come back just to add a little bit of extra height in there but it's important they don't foul and it's balls it in swinging and Sibia hooks it away but it's only gone out for a throw in to Winchester over on the far side opportunity for the ball to come in now from Winchester and it's a good ball in indeed as Brown clears Lamar Reynolds in hot pursuit he's got Levi Manchi in support Knocks the ball down the line. It's cleared really well by Griggs as Smith picks the ball up in the middle and Aaron Sibia collects. Looks wide to Ezinolim. Lovely little ball from Aaron Sibia there to get it out wide to Ezinolim. There's a bit of the quality that he does possess as Ezinolim looks to get the ball into the middle, but he's got too many men blocking him outside as Kiprianu now finds himself driving down the line. Lofts a ball into the middle and Amanchi heads it down to Andrew Smith who shoots and there's a shot on target for the Stones, but... I believe an offside was given there by the linesman. Couldn't tell you because there's too many people in the way yet again, but I've just watched a gentleman spill his entire cup of coffee right next to me as well. So what a poor end to the half it is for the Winchester fans, of course. But uh, although I think, considering what I was talking, or what some of the Winchester fans I was talking to were saying before the game, Nigel, they'd probably be absolutely delighted with that first half. Yeah, a comfortable nil-nil. Yeah, I'd say so from Munch's point of view. Just uh, nothing to worry about so far. Getting themselves, they're getting bodies in position. It's just like we said, isn't it? It's just but not making mistakes like Bone there. Winchester fans around thinking that it was a when the referee blew there, it was a free kick to them. But uh, Sam Bone going over the top, but giving the foul against. Winchester for backing in as two minutes to be played in the end of this first half goes up on the board I think Maystone is going to be quite happy to get in at nil-nil here aren't they yeah I think so obviously um, Maystone have probably had the better of the clear cut opportunities in this game Winchester having more opportunities as a whole though um, obviously we're going to look to try and increase that in the second half you'd hope Quite a lot of players on the bench who can make a difference for Maidstone, of course. Sam Corn, uh, Riley Court, and you've also got uh, Razak Coleman de Graaf, who made an instant impact off the bench against Stenning Town and uh, Worthing. Ball lofted forward there to the Winchester goalkeeper and uh, collected quite simply. Looking to distribute but not really any options on so he's just going to wait for everybody to make their way up the field so he can hoof it along and exactly that is what he does two minutes of added time at the end of this first half of action as well as predicted Connor Kelly with a handball in the middle but more of a ball to hand which the referee lets slide as the ball peters out to Lucas Coverland in the stones net rolls it out to Rafe Brown Maystone with just over a minute or so now to try and get something out of this first half performance ball lofted down the line to a manchi can he keep it on 
No, he can't. It's going to be a corner ball to Maystone United. And a lot of players making their way up here. Ezinolim and Lamar Reynolds going to be the two to stay back. Trying to keep an eye on Hill and Wright. One minute left of this first half of action as Connor Kelly readies himself to take the corner kick. A few big men up for Maidstone with Bone, Kiprianu and Fowler on the edge of the box with Rafe Brown and Amanchi and Wanjal Smith on the goal line. Ball in towards the front post and it's unfortunately come off of Sol Wanjal Smith. It looks like there was some claims for a free kick in there. I think Sol was holding his face but uh, not quite sure what happened there. I couldn't tell you whether he was down. Uh, let me try and get advantage. He is down, Sol Angel Smith. Um, arm around his shoulder, man. yeah, which is never a great look. Hopefully he's just claiming for something rather than suffering from something. But we've got about 10 seconds left here of this first half of, well, lack of action. But this uh, goal kick to Winchester anyway. And Philpott is going to take... I can only assume the referee is going to blow the whistle as soon as that happens. He's not. He's not checking his watch either, which means Maystone or Winchester could have an opportunity to come forward. And nope, there he goes. And uh, that is the half-time whistle there. So quite the uneventful half from either side here in this FA Cup tie at Winchester City FC, of course, hosting Maystone United. And uh, we'll be back in a couple minutes' time to give you a brief update on that first half if you are just joining us towards the end of it and a couple words about what we're expecting to see in the second from Maystone. So don't go anywhere. We'll be back in just a moment. Ever wanted your own online radio station but don't know where to start? Well, now help is at hand. Good Morning World is a beginner's guide to starting your own internet radio station. Using easy-to-understand terminology, Good Morning World provides a step-by-step -step guide to getting on air with a low budget. Equipment, software, servers, setting it all up and starting your show. It's all covered. Good Morning World, a beginner's guide to starting your own internet radio station. Out now in paperback and ebook, And available from lulu.com, amazon.com and amazon.co.uk. Maidstone Web Design is a proud supporter of Maidstone United, iMusk and Stones Live. Our websites are fast to load, easy to navigate and work on mobile phones and tablets. Your website will automatically post to Facebook and Twitter, making your website more popular. We also help to get the right domain name, web space and email for your business. We offer a free consultation, so if you'd like to come and see us, please call 07905 357 140 or visit maystonewebdesign.com. If you're looking for the best deal for your insurance, speak to us at Flint Insurance. We specialise in both commercial and personal insurance. Whether it's for your business liabilities, motor fleet, motor trade or personal home or car insurance, Flint provide a personal service with expert advice. Having access to the most competitive quotes will also save you money. Call us for a quote on 0800 021 4501 or visit flintinsurance.co.uk. Flint Insurance. Simple, intelligent. Intelligent Insurance Solutions. 
The FA is committed to stopping abuse and all forms of discrimination. Inside the ground, if we can identify the abusers, we can take effective action. Let a steward know all stewards are trained to deal with these types of complaints and can act discreetly and quickly. Abusers could be arrested by police or ejected from the stadium. Anyone found guilty of an offence could lose their season ticket or club membership and the club could impose a stadium ban. So report what's happened straight away, but avoid Twitter or social media as they can make investigations more complex and mean attention gets diverted. To report discrimination, you can email the FA at footballforall at the FA.com. Alternatively, you can email info at kickitout.org. So hello and welcome back to Maystone United versus Winchester City FC on the road. And uh, it's currently nil-nil here after a quite dull first-half performance from both sides. Unfortunately, neither team really having many opportunities, although the best did fall quite clearly to Maystone United with Lamar Reynolds skying an effort from just on the edge of the six-yard area. A couple other efforts from the Maystone boys going astray as well. No shots on target from them as of yet. Uh, the only shot on target of that entire first half coming from Winchester and Malambo, an acrobatic effort directed straight towards Lucas Kovalan making for a simple save towards the end of that first half of action. So, Nigel, looking back over that first half, is there anything you think that might have contributed to Maidstone perhaps not looking as confident as they have done in the past few weeks? Yeah, I think we're just rushing it. We said it on commentary, didn't we? You know, just have that little bit of composure. You know, there's plenty of opportunities there. They've, they've been on the ball and just take that extra touch to look up, but they're just rushing it and playing a long ball forward. I mean, a couple of times there, Sam Bone wins the ball in front of the defence and he just launches one straight, yeah. up, straight up. Often he's looking for a Manchi and Wayne Joe Smith to run onto, but we've said about the goalkeeper, haven't we? He's not the best of height, but we're just giving him catching practice at the moment. And, you know, we're not giving ourselves the opportunity to to build anything up in around the um, the Winchester box. And the few times we have got balls in the box, we have looked dangerous, but again... It's just about having that composure in there, you know? Yeah, I think we just need to maintain a little bit more composure, like you say, have a bit more confidence in our ability to, you know, we, we know we're the better team, let's be honest. I mean, we're a division above them. We're in a more significant position in the table than they are in their own division. And obviously, we're coming here with a, a better run of results, really, looking at it. And of course, coming off the back of that Worthing victory last week, you want to see a little bit more from this Maystone side. I almost feel a little bit let down, really, in terms of what I'm seeing, in terms of performance from the boys. I think, like you say, rushing it is just its not really instilling any confidence in anyone. As you said a couple of times in that first half, we're not really stringing any passes together, you know, three passes, four passes max around the back before trying to hook one over the top or in behind a line that, you know, nobody's trying to run onto. So I think we need to get the ball down, try and play into it. A little bit better obviously we did quite well in the air against Worthing a much smaller side than what uh, Winchester are but we've got the technical ability we've got the uh, energy and the fitness you'd presume over a side like Winchester so perhaps we can get the ball on the floor and uh, you know we could benefit from that quite significantly but hopefully in the second half we're going to see a little bit more what do you think we need to do specifically Nigel do you think there's any changes in terms of personnel or do you think it's maybe just a uh, a kind of plan thing that we need to adapt yeah I think it's more of a plan isn't it I mean we've got the players on the bench we've got that added strength from the bench as we mentioned you know, 
compared to recent weeks, it is really quite a strong bench. But um, Petrasso there to return. Um, Sam Corn, maybe I think maybe maybe bring Sam Corn in. I think for me, Lamar Reynolds again is you know he's not in or out of the game. He's you know he's just that that player that's there and yep. he's done well enough coming out of defence and, and Rafe Brown's had a few mistakes back there and he, he, he's covered well for him but you know just just to give us a little bit more solidi- solid solidity in that midfield there mm-hmm. so we can play through rather than just dumping balls up because at the moment nothing's really sticking him. Aaron Sibby's another one isn't he you know a couple of chances opportunities there to just put a foot on the ball and you know just pick a pass but just rushing it through and just you know Maybe there's a little bit of a shape change. Maybe we, you know, Bone might go back more into defence and yep. or swap with Capriano and bring Corn on. I don't know, you know. We've obviously got the players on there. You know, players coming back from fitness. So you'd think we'd have that option. But, of course, all the time it's nil-nil, it gives Winchester that, that chance, doesn't it? They only need one chance and we're suddenly chasing the game. So well, We've got a very dapper group of lads strolling on past us now uh, seven or eight suited and booted to the hilt looking uh, very suave indeed compared to the uh, Maystone rabble in attendance myself and Nigel included and uh, yeah I think Nigel there in terms of what you're saying I think that's pretty much spot on Um, obviously we need to adapt how we've played in the first half um, to suit the game a little bit better we have rushed things quite significantly I think the fact that Sam Bones finds himself playing in a midfield position after the last few weeks playing in defence is uh, a contributing factor to that as well. Obviously, you know, he's looking for those balls over the top and they're all 10, 15 yards over hit. But in the past few weeks where he's playing out of the defence, he's hitting those balls. They're coming off at the right length. And I think that's probably one of the contributors as to why he's a little bit more forward up the pitch. So the balls that he's playing, he's more accustomed to knocking them forward at you know, 40, 50 yards ahead of him. Well, he's now a little bit forward up the pitch, so he's going to be overhitting that, isn't he? So I think we need to just try and reserve it a little bit, maybe swap him and Kipriano around, see Bone at the back and Kipriano in midfield. He's clearly capable of playing there. He's had a confident first half, and he's obviously got ability on the ball, as we saw in his cameo last week as well. So I think we can obviously grow into this game with the personnel on the field. Um, they're, they're certainly more than capable as we've seen throughout this season so far but I do think that um, we're going to see some sort of opportunity uh, come from uh, this second half as I've just had someone give me some sort of strange gesture as he walked past, not really sure what that was all about but um, nice to see some odd hospitality from a few of the Winchester fans not really sure what that was but uh, I'll keep you posted if he comes back again. That's very <laughs> odd. Really, really strange. I don't know what that was, but um, <laughs> sorry, that's thrown me a little bit there. But yeah, um, in terms of personnel changes, like we said earlier on in the half, um, we've obviously got a few good players on the bench. Riley Court uh, signing his professional contract this week with the club. Uh, Michael Petrasso, Razak Carmen de Graft, Sam Corn, Reese Greenwich, all fantastic players on the bench and uh, would help us in different areas of the field. Ogo Obi as well. Uh, on the bench too if we're looking for a different option up front maybe that more smaller more nimble option in and around the uh, Winchester defence but we are still a few minutes away from uh, this second half commencing but we have got a few of the Maystone players warming up 
that's, I believe, uh, Riley Court, Sam Korn, Michael Petrasso, Razak Coleman de Graaf, Harley Earl, Reese Greenwich, and Ogo Obi out there at the moment. So I do believe that is a full bench. Uh, there may be one missing, and uh, that's going to be up for myself to try and find out. But uh, I'd certainly like to see a change, at least, you know, maybe give it 10 minutes if nothing's looking like changing. I think we make the change on the field uh, in terms of personnel. But uh, let me have a little look at the bench, see if I can figure out who it is that's not currently out there. We have got... Uh, do, 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 do. Nope, that is everybody out there. And uh, unfortunately for me, so it doesn't look like there's going to be any changes at half-time. So what we'll do is we'll quickly cut to a quick break and uh, hopefully there's a little bit more to talk about for when we come back. So don't go anywhere. We'll be back in just a minute. At Simon Miller & Company, we love houses. We love you, Mr. Semi-Detached. We love you, Mrs. Thatched. We love you, Mr. Bungalow, and you, Miss Studio Flat. In fact, we love you all. You'll love that with Simon Miller & Company, you'll get a free market appraisal. And you'll love that we can sell your home for as little as £99. Find a branch near you and feel the love and click simonmiller.co.uk. Here we go again. The second half is only seconds away on Stones Live. So a little something to keep everybody up to date and posted with what is going on around the FA Cup this weekend so far. Nigel has got a few of the FA Cup scores available. So let's have a little look at this third qualifying round's results at half-time so far. Yeah, just a few selected um Result: Avery are currently 2 0 up at home to Hornchurch. Billericay and St Albans are 0 0. Uh, live and work, work stop are 0 0. Brecknell are 1 1 with Paul Town. Uh, Chelmsford in Maystone's Lee, of course, are drawing 0 0 away at Bromsgrove Sporting. Carshalton Athletic and Cray Valley Paper Mills are 1 1. Margate are currently 1 0 down away to Chesham, who, of course, we mentioned in the pre-show that Wayne, uh, Winchester did beat here on Tuesday night. Um, Western Supermare are 1-0 up away to Farnborough. Dover are currently at home, but they're losing 1-0 to Tunbridge Angels Conquest Haringey Borough. Hemel Hempstead Town are 0-0 away at Galston. Gosport Borough, who are the league leaders of Winchester, uh, Winchester's League, the Southern Central Premier, they're nil. They were at home to Welling and they're losing 1-0. Hells in Town 1, Enfield 2. Hereford are 2-0 up against Cambridge City. Uh, Lewis are 3-0 up against Hampton and Richmond. Merthyr Town and Sheppey United is 1-1 at half-time. Look at that, Hungerford Torquay, currently league <laughs> Hungerford, 5-0. <laughs> half-time. Of course, Torquay's are uh, Maystone's opponents next week. Uh, looking round the league, Weymouth... Uh, Neil Barth City 1 uh, Worthing Neil Whitehawk 1 and Yeovil are at home to Didcot Town and they're currently leading 2-0 so mixed fortunes there for Benarama South national teams yeah and uh, of course a few potential upsets in there as well and uh, looking at some of the Premier League results as well of course going on this Saturday afternoon the early kickoff 12.30 Aston Villa hosted Brighton 
Uh, and Aston Villa end up winning 6-1 in that game. And Ollie Watkins, hat-trick. Uh, Bournemouth are currently 2-0 down at home against Arsenal. Uh, that's Bukayo Saka and Martin Odegaard with the goals for your FPL teams. Both of them in mine. Happy days. Uh, Luton currently lead Everton 2-1 at uh, the Everton ground. Can't quite escape my name. Goodison Park, sorry. And uh, <laughs> Crystal Palace are leading Manchester United 1-0 at Old Trafford. Uh, Newcastle find themselves 1-0 up at home to Burnley. Miguel Almiron and Trippier involved in that one. West Ham are leading Sheffield 2-0 at the London Stadium. Bowen and Suchek with the goals. And Wolverhampton Wanderers find themselves mysteriously 1-0 up against Manchester City, the current league leaders, thanks to an own goal through defensive stalwart Ruben Diaz. The late kickoff, of course, is going to be Tottenham Hotspurs hosting uh, Liverpool in the 5.30 kickoff this afternoon. So as soon as you're done listening to our dulcet tones this afternoon, be sure to head on over to Sky Sports uh, to catch up on that one. So we're seeing a few of the players for Winchester make their way back <coughs> out. Uh, unfortunately, there is no uh, relief in terms of the crowd situated to our right-hand side. So I'm not going to be able to see much going on uh, in the Maystone defensive half. But hopefully there's not going to be going or much going on in the Maystone defensive half in this second half of action as we want Maystone to be doing all the attacking so Maystone uh, are seemingly lining up exactly the same and uh, it does seem there's going to be no changes from a Winchester perspective as well although not everybody's out just yet but it seems as if all will continue as is but worth noting that Every Maystone player looks ready to come on after that half-time warm-up, all in their full kit as well. No tracksuits or anything like that uh, stopping them from coming on at a moment's notice. So it's good to know that we're prepared with subs if necessary. And, uh, of course, we are going to see a Maystone kick-off once we're ready here. The goalkeeper uh, just getting his shoelaces tied. I don't know if that's because he's too young to be able to do them himself <laughs> or uh, he's just got his goldie gloves on. But, yes, uh, trying to bring a little bit of light entertainment here it's nothing personal it's good to see him getting a start in this game but uh, it's going to be Connor Kelly with a kickoff for Maystone when he's ready to do so and uh, I'll have my stopwatch at the ready as well just to keep tabs on the time so you don't have to and we're waiting on the referee's whistle for this second half action to kick off Mason got five players ready to go and here comes Connor Kelly back to Kiprianu. he's got three players running up the right hand side Levi Amanchi going up against Rose for the header and it is going to peter out for a throw into Winchester I believe my brother said to me against Worthing last week how many times does a team do a kickoff where everybody runs forward down one side of the pitch you play a long diagonal ball and it goes straight out of play and I'd like to say it's got to be around 90% because I never see it come off. So uh, it's certainly worth mentioning that it's not uh, proven beneficial for Maystone there. But we have got uh, them pinned back quite far in their half, which I assume is often the intention with a start like that, especially in the second half. You want to try and get the ball up the field quite early on. Uh, it's going to be a throw in from Pip Nolan up the line. Nodded on quite well there by Malambo, but Smith knocks on to Malambo once again. Another little technical touch as Amanchi collects the ball and Reynolds hooks over the top. Cleared by King. And it's going to go out for a Maystone throw just inside the Winchester half. 
Kovalan out to Kipriani on the left hand side that's a good good line held there by Winchester proving very difficult to break through Rose with a shinned clearance only as far as Bone but Bone's header only goes to the number four in the middle there and it's not doing too well for Maystone but Reynolds has picked the ball up out on the right hand side he does manage to get past King on the chop back and Bone shoots far post and it's in and it's a great goal it's a lovely goal in off the post from Sam Bone it's maybe a Levi Manchi finish I've got yeah. a pylon in the way but I think it's bounced back off the post and Manchi's there to tap in a few claims of offside there which is probably what the claims were um, but nothing from the linesman Nigel give us a little run through of that one yeah as you say it was a good strike there by Sam Bone and it hit the post and it kind of just hit Manchi on the chest as he was incoming there. I don't think he knew too much about it. Um, just uh, when the announcer just asking us for the uh, goal scorer. But yeah, he, he just uh, he just uh, was in the right place at the right time again. Like Similar to the standing goal he scored in the early in the first half, uh, second half there. Um, didn't really celebrate, but probably more out of embarrassment than... Uh, Anything else wasn't a worldie like he scored last week at the Gallagher, of course, but they all count the same. They do all count the same, and that's another notch on the goal tally for Levi and Manchi there. I hope it was Levi because that's exactly what I've just told the Tannoy man, and I didn't even see him score it, so you'll have to take my word for it. As Sol Andrew Smith breaks down the left-hand side and gets a ball into the middle, and unfortunately it just runs away from him, and he's not too happy about his effort on that one. But my, uh, I'm going to reference this throughout the season. Nigel, as you know, I did have a bet with my dad at the start of the season that he reckons Levi's going to score 30 goals in all competitions, and I said no, but it's starting to look increasingly likely. I think his tally's up to, what, eight or nine eight, at this yeah, point? Yeah. So, yeah, he's doing pretty well. Sure just we get a text from uh, Oh, I know, Sean don't Scurry worry. He'll be uh, providing the update on goals per minute eight. and all that sort of thing. But, yeah, of course, with that hat-trick, uh, sorry, those that double... Uh, not too long ago, that did boost his tally a little bit more as well. But here come Winchester and Rafe Brown's put the ball out for a corner there after a good little run down the line from, I believe it was Smith, uh, the number eight out on the width. But only four minutes into this first, uh, sorry, the second half of action and Maystone find themselves in the lead. So it's good that early on, you know, that, that halftime talk from Ella Kobe and Craig Fagan and the like must have had at least some impact because we've looked quite bright so far. But a corner comes in punch clear by Coveland but not very far headed back in by Coburn and uh, claims of a handball there from many of the Winchester fans but not picked up on by any of the officials and Winchester play the ball around the back now down the left hand side and I kill with the ball on the left hand side looking for a cross into the box good cross it is but cleared well by Kiprianu but it's uh, not going to make his way out of the box it's Sam Bone trying to get the ball off right and right has a shot low and hard and it's cleared by a combination of Bone and Brown on the right-hand side of the box. And it's going to be another corner to Winchester. A couple quick succession corners for them. Obviously looking to impose themselves back in the game after a quick uh, Maystone goal at the start of the second half from Levi and Manchi. And here comes the corner from Hill towards the near post, cleared quite simply by Maystone. And Lamar Reynolds picks up up towards the halfway line. He's got a few different players in attendance. Kelly looking to play a spectacular pass there, but as he readied himself up for it, was nudged off the ball and ended up giving it away. And Kelly's taken down again there, but it's uh, getting a little bit silly in there. I think there was just a couple comical uh, knocks in amongst it and 
couple of players exaggerating the contact they received, but it's uh, back to their feet for everybody now as uh, the goalkeeper comes up to take this free kick. It's about halfway inside, uh, actually, it's almost at the halfway line. You can't really make out the markings on this turf, but um, it is going to be a free kick taken by the keeper, about five yards inside their own half. As in Olim trying to close down Coban out on the right-hand side. Now Insibia comes and wins the ball back really well. As as Nolan plays up to Amanchi, and Amanchi comes straight down the left-hand side. He's got Pip Nolan in attendance, and had it confirmed that Amanchi has got eight goals this season. And I do believe he's averaging a goal every 97 minutes. So uh, if you do follow me in other forms of media, you would see that's slightly better minutes per goal than what he was at before uh, other or before joining Maystone this summer but a very impressive record nonetheless and here comes Sam Bone on the ball out to Rafe Brown 97 minutes per goal I think only early Harlem probably beats that in uh, recent years but Levi Manchi of course proving a very very effective goal scorer for the Stones in many different realms great technical ability of his feet great in the air great positioning very fast as well so definitely an all-rounder but um, certainly add an aspect that Maystone haven't had for a few years with the likes of Barham, Alabi and a few others leading the line. Amanchi comes through on goal here and he rounds the goalkeeper and it's a very, very good finish from Levi Amanchi as he stumbles across <laughs> the line to tuck home his second of the game. He's ended up clattering into the post as I think he was tripped on the goal line. It is going to be a yellow card for that trip. Amanchi rounded the goalkeeper really, really well um, and he's managed to get a goal out of it much to the goalkeeper's dismay. I don't think he thought Levi was going to beat him to that one, but fantastic effort from Levi Manchi to round the goalkeeper. And again, that's a prime example, Nigel, of the speed and the technical ability that I was just listing, isn't it? Yeah, exactly that, exactly. Well, we've said it before on the commentary, doesn't he? He's deceptive in his pace, Levi Manchi. I think he, he, you know, he covers a lot of ground very quickly with his long legs. And again, there was just a point, you know, he... He, he, he had the speed to get there, but he just, he, just his leg just, just on the bounce. He just just before the keeper caught it, he just got his leg in there and took it round the goalkeeper, and still had a little bit to do. Just uh, he did, yeah. To uh, ball running away from him there, and uh, just managed to set himself up to put the ball into the net, and uh, most them find himself two 0 up. Yeah, not too bad at all. Uh, only a few minutes into this first half, eight minutes into the first half. Levi Manchi now averaging a goal every 87 minutes. So he's uh, in the under a goal a game, or well, the more than a goal a game club, Nine which is a very goal, exclusive yeah. club. Nine goals on the tally for Levi. And you never know, Nigel, we may see, after over a year without a hat-trick, two in two weeks for Maystone. So that would be good to see both our forwards picking up a hat-trick if Levi can just find himself one more of course Sol picking one up against Stenning but here comes Coburn down the right-hand side but Kiprianu's got the reading of him really really well there as he finds Ezenolim and uh, Mason looking far more comfortable in the game now after perhaps a uh, stern talking to at half-time as Hill heads the ball forward and Malambo tries to get involved but Brown clears up the line and it's uh, King into Smith Smith doing well on the ball but loses out to Wanjo Smith as he hooks the ball forward to Levi Manchi who's taking no time and hesitating to get the ball up front but the keeper does well and certainly rushing out there this time and it's going to be a foul flagged against Devontae Aaron Sibia. ball poked forward by uh, I believe it's McCormick on this right hand side but 
is going to be taken quickly. Kiprianu again there. I keep mentioning his name, and I think he's had a very good game today. He's very calm and composed in defence, and he's played the ball out quite well in terms of his long passing. Sometimes a few of his short ones haven't quite come off, but I think you can say that for pretty much the entire team in that first half. And uh, if anybody's interested, Kai Havertz has actually scored a goal uh, for Arsenal, a penalty no less, but they all count, as we said, Nigel, isn't that right? No matter whether you score, I think Levi Manchi's probably got a combined goal distance in this game of about half a yard, so they all count certainly, but Maystone find themselves 2-0 up here in Winchester, and it is going to be a throw-in level with the Maystone penalty area for Winchester over on their left, our right-hand side. Uh, they've got four men back, or five men back, which, uh, you know, is trying to counteract Maystone's two. Um, you have to maybe ask the question as to the confidence they have in their defensive line and whether it's worth just sending a few more up to try and get something out of it. But I, I'm not the one to question their tactics because it's working in Maystone's favour so far. But uh, Lucas Kovalan collects the ball there from that throw. And we are just waiting for him to offload that ball. Commanding his defence, which is exactly what we need to see from a goalkeeper at this level. If you want to progress in the Cups, you need to start from the back very well. And Lucas Kovalan certainly contributes his fair share to this team. And uh, we are just waiting for uh, the other goalkeeper now uh, in Philpot to do the exact same thing. So Reynolds picks the ball up in midfield. Bone heads it down and Kelly collects. Kelly back to Brown. Brown, he's got a couple of options here, but he chooses to round hill and uh, play the ball in long to Wanjal Smith, who collects the ball. Uh, perhaps unconvincingly, but does really well to get past Pip Nolan and unfortunately slips as he tries to play the ball in towards the back post and hooks one over the bar out of touch. And Kiprianu getting on the end of a goal kick there, finding Ezin Olim quite comfortably. Ezin Olim's touch just gets away from him, put it down to a bobble in the turf. Uh, sure, that'll spare his blushes a little bit, but... Coburn leaves the throw for McCormick, plays it into Smith. Smith trying to get the ball back off of Sam Bone there, but as him launches it down the line up to Levi Manchi and Rose trying to compose himself a little bit here and he just, just nicks the ball under Levi Manchi as he jumps up thinking he's going to go long with that one. And in the attempt to switch the play, he does end up putting the ball out on the halfway line and it's going to be another throw into Maidstone, Rafe Brown going across to take that one and uh, we've had quite a good game in this second half so far certainly a lot more to talk about than we had in the first uh, only about 12-15 minutes in to this uh, second half of action but Wanjo Smith picks the ball up on the right hand side and he's got a couple of options and tries to play it through to Levi Manchi but perhaps a little bit too much on that one and Philpott rolls it out quick to McCormick McCormick coming down the right hand side numerous options here and he lofts one straight out of touch I really don't know what that was all about Nigel do you? Yeah no just uh, looking around the Winchester team a few heads have dropped there and uh, you know just the running off the ball and like you say whereas before in the first half they were just buzzing to close that space down they're just not that same intensity level there so certainly opportunities here for Maystone to uh Add to their total, just need to keep their heads, just don't do anything silly at the back to give Winchester a foothold back in this game and uh, see it out. But 
Yeah, I think we could also attain back-to-back -back clean sheets for the first time under George Elokobi as well. I'm not sure if I'm correct on that one, but again, I'm sure resident Stato, Sean Skur will let us know that one. And you know, we did concede a goal in the uh, cup game to Sten in town. Yeah, um, we, oh, that's right, we did. So Sorry. it would be, I believe, the first back-to-back -back clean sheets under Elokobi, but we'll see how the boys can fare out there today as Bone is involved in a midfield scrap. Julian Alvarez has just equalised for Manchester City for those uh, invested in that game and the FPL, like myself. But Cipriani launches the ball up the line and Rose collects under pressure from Wanjo Smith. I think it just went out of touch with that clearance, and it did. So it's going to be pulled back to about halfway inside the Maidstone half for a Winchester throw. Kelly leaves a little something there on McCormick. Not a lot to write home about, and Kelly better be careful because he could talk himself into the book. Just needs to walk away from this situation. He didn't really do anything, but um, I don't think there was a lot in that one at all. It happened right in front of us, but I think it was just made a meal of. And uh, it's going to be a free kick nonetheless to McCormick. A lot of options up front. Fowler clears quite easily. Wanjo Smith and Kelly try and get involved and I don't know how another throw, uh, free kick's been given against Connor Kelly there because nothing's happened and he is going to get booked in a minute I know he's going to get booked because he's starting to get a bit frustrated and deservedly so because there wasn't even any contact in that one so yeah I'm not sure what they've got out for Connor Kelly perhaps some sort of yeah I think they're going to break a substitution here yeah. Razek is it Razek no I thought we were just calling somebody. Somebody standing behind George there, ready to come on. Looks like it's Razak Coleman de Graaf, so. Ball lofted in, and Rose goes up for it, but Manchi beats him to it, and Manchi's down, holding his face, and he's uh, not looking great over there, but I think it's just a little something on his head. Uh, hopefully, nothing major. Sending on the. Uh, oh, there's a couple Maystone players involved there. I couldn't see because of some of the. Some of the. Uh, fans standing in our way but I think Rafe Brown and Levi Manchi might have had some sort of collision in the penalty area and Manchi's coming away moving but Brown is still down and wow uh, Winchester are bringing off what I would say was probably their best player from the first half in Trevor Coburn and uh, they're bringing on number 17 and uh, I'm not sure what their plan is going into this uh, last third of the game but we'll see if we can figure that out. It is going to be Warren Bentley coming on in his place as the sun comes beaming into mine and Nigel's faces. I'm sure we look absolutely fantastic on the GoPro to our right hand side. <laughs> Hopefully it stays out for the hot take and uh, it's certainly going to be a hot take if this weather keeps up but Kovaland collecting the ball from a sort of drop kick in the middle of the park there ushering everybody forward yet again. Maystone did not make a substitution in all of that. Yeah, did. Oh no, they did. Razak Common de Graaf came on. on. Levi's off. So no hat-trick for Levi Manchi today. Probably for the best if he did pick up a knockdown. Oh, that didn't look good. As uh, Coleman de Graaf picks up a stray boot. Uh, King goes down, losing his foot in. And Razak's backing into him. And as he falls down over King... He gets a boot or two straight to the midriff, and that did not look comfortable at all. And 
Whereas that Coleman de Graft is still down. Um, I don't think it's going to be anything too major. Perhaps just a bit of an impact injury there. But fortunately it wasn't at a particularly high velocity. And um, they are both back to their feet. A lot of players surrounding the referee there. Maybe not as serious as it seemed. But a yellow card has been issued. Uh, I think to one of the Winchester players. Can't quite make out who. Just because of the distance away. But there's a lot of players surrounding the referee. So that could be one of the reasons as to why. Um, I'll bring you an update if I can figure out who it is that's picked up that card. But it's going to be a free kick going to Winchester anyway. Taken by their goalkeeper. Philpot launches straight up towards Malambo but Bone is there to win that one I'm sorry Fowler's there to win that one onto Bone and uh, Brown now gets his head on it up to DeGraft DeGraft loses out but Kelly's trying to win it back Malambo takes the ball down well but can't find a teammate and it's collected again by Winchester as Wanjo Smith gets involved Aaron Sibia picks the ball up and drives forward there's five or six Maystone players coming forward here as Ezinolin moves down the left hand side now with McCormack in attendance and trying to win that ball back but a bit too standoffish as Kiprianu collects drives in towards the left hand corner of the box now and knocks another ball forward to Aaron Sibia drives one across the floor of the box and is cleared well by Winchester and Brown tries to win it back and uh, Wright just nods the ball over his head as Kovaland collects not too convincing there Kovaland as he dinks one wide up to Lamar Reynolds but it's gone out of play and it's collected by the cameraman for a quick throw to Winchester and Winchester with Wright comes straight through the middle Connor Kelly not strong enough but Aaron Sibia trying to win it back and he does and uh, Connor Kelly collects gives it to Ezinolim Kelly and Wright picks up a yellow card for descent uh, believes he was pushed off the ball perhaps illegally there and uh, earns himself a place in the book for approaching the referee quite aggressively of course the clamp down on that has begun in 2023 in terms of swarming the ref and asking for bookings and all sorts of things George Fowler is going to be taking the free kick about 15 yards inside the Maystone half Coughlin will take it ball out to the right hand side with DeGraft does get something on it as Wanjo Smith goes down in the box and it's going to be a penalty it's going to be a penalty now I couldn't quite make out everything involved in that uh, specifically the Winchester player but I did see a little bit of contact as Sol jumped up to try and win something there and did come down a little bit awkwardly uh, I believe there was a stray leg or a nudge involved in that one but fortunately this linesman uh, was covering that one but there is going to be a penalty to the Stones for an opportunity to go 3-0 up in this game can Sol Wangel Smith convert the penalty in which he has won last time this happened of course it did not work out that way but he's going to look to rectify that to score, I believe, his second penalty of the season. And he's going to be looking to take his own goal tally, I believe, up to eight. Four in the FA Cup, of course, this would be. And here comes Wangel Smith. And a lovely dink effort, but it's come off the crossbar. And Wangel Smith has claimed it's gone across the line. He's wheeled off in celebration. And he thinks that one bounced down over the line. But he's... Uh, not got a goal to his name and he's missed a second penalty at this season and uh, I don't know I mean he's convinced it went across the line but I might be a bit of quidology there from uh, I think so, so. just uh, think if I celebrate I'll uh, 
try and convince them, but the play carried on. I mean, the, a, a lot of the Maystone fans are down that end, and none of them were convinced. I didn't see a single one celebrate uh, whether that had gone across the line or not. And, of course, the linesman would have been right there too. But uh, it's another penalty missed for Sol Wangel Smith. And, unfortunately, uh, you'd have to argue whether he'd continue on with those. But, nonetheless, he can win them. Converting them maybe not as comfortable, but if you can win them and we can get someone who can take them, we'll benefit. And DeGraff gets a ball in towards Philpot there, but it's collected well. Philpot playing for a bit more confidence out of the back now as he hammers a ball up towards the halfway line. Low and hard, but cleared out by Rafe Brown. And Wolves have retaken the lead against Manchester City. Huang Yi Chan with Mateus Cunha assist. And uh, that could really be an upset, but we'll try and avoid an upset for Maidstone in this game as Fowler hooks the ball forward and Rose does exactly the same. And Lamar Reynolds with a uh, perhaps unconvincing effort to try and head clear as Brown goes down and uh, does win a free kick for the Stones, or it might have been given as a throw to the Stones. It was the throw-in that was given. Luton still in pole position to pick up what I believe will be their first points of, uh, or sorry, their first win of the Premier League season. Did of course get a draw a couple weeks ago. But Wolves looking to uh, escape the relegation zone too in terms of uh, their Premier League survival hopes. And uh, we're back in play here with Maidstone as Sol Andrew Smith comes down the right-hand side looking to rectify that missed penalty area uh, earlier. But unfortunately, he's adjusted to have given away a foul. So uh, not going right for Wangel Smith at the moment. Um, could stake a claim for top scorer in the FA Cup if he continues his goal-scoring form in this competition. But we'll have to wait and see. Nigel, can you remember who the top scorer was in the cup last season? No, I can't. I want to say it was Paul Mullin. Oh, yeah, I think you're right. Because I remember I him being at the Wembley, FA Cup wasn't final, wasn't he? And they had him on uh, doing a little bit of punditry. But uh, it's nice to see a non-league player getting involved in that sort of ceremony. But it'd be nice to see Sol doing the same if Meso can keep that up. And Aaron Sibia plays a nice ball out to Ezinolim. Ezinolim with only McCormick to beat, and he does. Can he hook a ball into the middle? He can, and there's no one at the back post waiting for it. Perhaps the obvious spot for that ball to go, but Maisto didn't really pick up on it as DeGraft now has the ball on the right-hand side, plays it out to Reynolds over by the corner flag. Two dangerous wingers out there as DeGraft skips past his man and good little one-two there with Aaron Sibia, but can't collect the ball, and it's going to be a throw into Maidstone. Got it confirmed by Stato Skur that it was Paul Mullin who was the top scorer. And uh, lovely to see, again, the knowledge on point from us boys who are live. Lamar Reynolds back to Aaron Sibia, to Kelly. Like Kelly Sam to Brown. Corn's just going to come on. Sorry to interrupt you there, Joe. Indeed, over on the halfway line, Sam Corn waits. Hopefully no one tries to pass him the ball as he stands there because he does look like he's hugging the touchline. And it is going to be Connor Kelly coming off. Probably the right decision, um, getting a little bit out of favour in this game but hopefully we'll see a return to form against Torquay in the coming week and Sol Andrew Smith just tries to get on the end of a stray pass back there but 
can't quite do enough to put the keeper under pressure to benefit from a mistake and Kelly just trying to earn his spot on the pitch for the last minute or so that he'll be on the field as Ike Hill comes running through the Maystone defence, plays the ball out to the right hand side and here comes McCormick but he's intercepted by Ezinolim and Maystone give the ball straight back to Smith and Joe Smith with a late little knock on him there as Rose picks the ball up in the right back position hooks it in towards the back post and straight into the arms of Kovaland. not a good ball at all there but Maystone are of course still waiting to bring on Sam Korn DeGraft chops it on the inside takes on another man there's definitely a stray leg there and a free kick is given and uh, nothing too serious perhaps some grounds for a yellow card but there are, we are going to see the substitution now of uh, Connor Kelly again not as impactful as a game as he's had in recent weeks but a uh, decent effort nonetheless from himself good few passes but of course obviously in that struggling first half wasn't too much he could have done no matter how well he played but there is going to be a substitute uh, for the opposition as well and I'll try and figure out who it is that's come on. It is Ollie Bulmer who's made his way onto the field in place of the number eight, Max Smith. So 1-8 off for Winchester, 1-8 on for the Stones. And we've got Ezra Nolim here waiting to hook a ball in from the halfway line. In towards the back post and George Fowler, but Rose wins the header and it goes out for, I think, a throw-in can't quite make it out yeah it's going to be a throw to Maidstone over on the Stones left hand side couldn't tell you who's going to be able to take it I'm afraid but I know Chies and Olim is out there Sam Korn floating in and around the area but Aaron Sibia wins the ball Ezenolim gliding down the touchline finds Sam Korn but just nicked off him by the number 17 there and unfortunately for Maystone it goes out for a goal kick to Winchester celebrations there from a goal on the sideline a uh, girl on the sidelines as she throws the ball successfully onto the field and it's cleared out up towards the halfway line by Philpot Kiprianu to Aaron Sibia just caught there by the uh, right back McCormick hooked ball forward by Rose Kiprianu gets involved again but here comes Wright Ezenolin wins it back once more clears up the line Wanjal Smith trying to get under it but he can't beaten by Rose again another name that keeps coming up but Kovalan's out there to pick up on the stray ball forward Pills there by the Winchester fans behind the goal saying that Coughlin was outside his area but nothing doing Kiprianu with a ball out wide to DeGraft good control by DeGraft and tries to beat King out there tries to play a ball through him but is intercepted and has gone out for a throw to Maidstone having a look around the uh, FA Cup scores in the third round all the Kent sides barring Ramsgate are now down 
Uh, Gosport Borough have turned it around against Welling and lead 2-1. Ramsgate still lead 1-0. 2-0 now, home to Froomtown. And Margate are down 2-0 to Chesham. Maystone looking like the only Kent side that could be doing anything in the cup thus far, but Aaron Sibia collects the ball on the half, or sorry, outside of the opposition box as, as Anolim uh, looks to come down the left-hand side against McCormick again. McCormick gets the beating of him this time. There's going to be another throw for the Stones as Anolim's going to be taken. No option apparent for Ezin Olin, but he does end up trying to play in corn. Ball comes darting in across the box, but it's collected simply by Philpot. Played long by Philpot, out towards Hill on the left-hand side. He's got Brown ushering the ball out, but Hill is not going to be able to keep it in, unfortunately, for Winchester, and Brown has done his job sufficiently well enough there. Ike Hill is making his way off the field. He is going to be replaced by the number 15, Connor Lynch. And uh, we've got a very animal-friendly ground down here as myself and Nigel are starting to get surrounded by dogs, which does make us wonder whether we're going to be the uh, feed after this game if Mason come away with a resounding victory, but we'll try and avoid them if best possible. There's a throw into Winchester on the left-hand side. Both of Winchester's tricky wingers in this game have been substituted off quite early on, really. We are currently in... the 75th minute, so not too long left of this game now. Just another 15 to go. And uh, Maystone, of course, on top. 2-0 here if you are just joining us. Winchester City trying to find their way back into the game but the quality's just not quite there as of yet and here they come down the line but the ball's gone out for a goal kick well played by Chi Ezenolim as per Sam Bone yeah, A few high fives there between the Maystone players just seeing that ball out Coughlin's just taking his time and get New to this ball Newcastle take the lead through Alexander oh, well sorry, extend their lead through an Alexander Isaac penalty. It's 2-0 to them against Burnley. Uh, West Ham still lead 2-0 against Sheffield United. Wolves still lead 2-0 against Manchester City. Uh, poor goal kick there from Kovalan, but it still finds De Graft as Bone hooks one forward towards Wanjal Smith. Leading the line on his own now, but Lamar Reynolds is there to try and support. Uh, ball comes off Reynolds and out for a throw-in. Fowler, Aaron Sibia. Aaron Sibir again, Korn, Korn with an overhead kick, trying to get the ball forward but only gets it out for a throw. Uh, Arsenal now lead 3-0 against Bournemouth, Luton still lead 2-1 against Everton and Crystal Palace still lead 1-0 against Manchester United. So few upsets apparent in the Premier League, nothing looking like changing at the moment, 80th minute in most of those games. And here comes Maidstone on the attack again. Sam Korn out wide to De Graaf. De Graaf looking to chop inside, and he does. He hits one hard and low. And it's collected easily enough by Philpot at his near post. 
quick distribution, trying to find Wright, but Wright can't get a touch on it. And it's cleared up by the Maystone player, Kiprianu, for a easy collection by the goalkeeper. Philpot looking to distribute high and wide again, but an easy knee, knee wide by Kiprianu. Very comfortable game for him, as I said earlier on. He's still maintaining that level of quality throughout. Sam Corn getting involved there to win a throw in for Winchester, unfortunately, but they'll uh, take that. The Maystone boys just breaking up the play a little bit further. McCormick back to Rose. Rose to Nolan. Nolan out wide. Lovely ball from Pip Nolan to the winger who's just come on. I think it's the number 15, Lynch. Malambo. Bit of pressure there from Sam Corn in the middle as Nolan stays calm on the ball. Finds King out wide. Switching the play out to McCormick. McCormick versus Enolims. Probably been the... Uh, biggest competition of this game so far as Bones touch gets away from him it's collected easily by Rose and here come Winchester on the break but it's intercepted well by Kiprianu and Malambo just gets involved there to win it back for Winchester out wide ball comes into the middle good clearance by Kiprianu here comes Rose he looks to ready up a shot but he's going down the line a little bit further hooks a ball into the middle and Kovalan claimed quite easily in the mixer for the Stones and Again, another decent opportunity for the home side to get forward, but unfortunately for them, nothing bears fruit as of yet. Maidstone, under 10 minutes now away from consecutive clean sheets and a four-game winning streak. Two records broken under George Elikobi's tenure. If the result stays the same, or of course Maidstone pick up a few more goals. Aaron Sibia collects in the middle of the park, plays into Sam Corn. Corn tries to find DeGraff, but it deflects. DeGraff gets the ball anyway, but it's cleared well by Winchester. Fowler heads on to Malambo. As an Olim can't beat uh, Lynch to the ball, and it is a free kick in the middle of the park for Winchester. Wanjo Smith just holding up the play a little bit there. Nigel, do you think we'll see any more of the uh, recently returning players from the bench coming on towards the end of this second half? Uh, I don't know. I'm just looking over there now. Geobi's uh, the only one at the moment that's warming up. Other subs, Reese Greenwich and Patrasso are sitting there. The Harley Owls just sitting there. Oh, and an effort just wide there from the number 17, uh, Bentley of Winchester effort fell to him in the box after a headed clearance didn't go out too far it's just straight up as it come back down Bentley was the first to receive it and first time shot just wide of that right post Kovalan probably had it covered but certainly the closest Winchester have come for a little while in this way in this game and uh, it's going to be substitute for Maidstone in just a moment Kipriani with a knee onto the ball knocks it on but Fowler there is just trying to see the ball out. Manages to put it out for a throw-in. And we are, I think, going to be seeing Ogo Obi coming on for Solwanjo Smith. Might not play Solwanjo Smith too much after a uh, fruitless game for him. But uh, unfortunately, a bigger fish to, fish to fry for Maidstone in 
just a week's time playing Torquay, of course, a long trip down towards the uh, southwest coast. And DeGraft plays the ball onto Corn. Good interception there from the Winchester man, and it's going to be a throw into Maidstone halfway inside their own half. And it is Obi <coughs> in exchange for Wanjiao Smith. Last 10 minutes or so, that's including the additional time uh, that Obi's going to be able to get a quick run out. Obi somewhat out of favour seemingly in this Maidstone United team. Uh, yet to score for Maidstone in a competitive fixture. Of course, scored a couple in pre-season, which earned him that signature of a professional contract but yet to really have much impact on the pitch since then uh, Kiprianu just trying to deal with an over the top ball and he does but it's going to be a throw into Winchester Winchester looks to take it quick but the option's not there and McCormick comes forward as does Nolan, Nolan decides to take over on this one, long throws we saw from him earlier obviously looking to be replicated, that is the final change for Maystone in this game so no more of the returning players will feature besides Sam Korn, but nonetheless, it's good to see Corn Dog back on the pitch. Reynolds does really well to win the ball, and it's a two-on-two -two here. Reynolds skips past his man. It's a four-on-one now, and it's a poor ball from Lamar Reynolds to try and find Ogo Obi, and it's a breakdown of a really, really prosperous-looking position for Maystone as uh, they come forward again now, Winchester, but a sloppy ball uh, does end up giving the ball back to Maystone but again a poor header from DeGraft does give the ball back to Winchester now Nolan Nolan a bit of head tennis with Rose DeGraft trying to win the ball back plays the ball out wide and Lynch is in a foot race with Brown but he does not win it and the ball has gone out of play for a Maystone throw in just, six uh, minutes left just going on I said about them Kent sides in the FA Cup Dover have turned it around against um Harringay Borough and they now lead 2-1 and Sheppey United a 3-1 up against Merthyr Tidville or Merthyr Town as they are now known not too shabby some of the uh, Kent sides there turning things around which is good for them and of course good for Maidstone if we do want to create a bit of an atmosphere and a potential future competitor uh, of course we always welcome a Kent tie we've uh, had a pretty good record of those in Recent years, of course, did not lose a single one in that title-winning campaign of a couple of years ago, I do believe, but uh, very prosperous nonetheless. So I'm sure we'd see our favours uh, or our fortune favoured in a game like that if we were to face someone in the fourth qualifying round. Now, I do believe if Maystone do secure a victory here today, that the I believe it's the Ham or the Haven and Waterlooville game at home on the 14th October That's will right, be rescheduled. Yep. So yep. do keep your eyes peeled for that one if you are making arrangements to go to that game. Uh, it may no longer be a home game. Um, that may, of course, all change in the next round of the draw. Nigel, are you aware of when the next draw is for the uh, fourth qualifier? There yeah, we go. Monday. I'm not sure of the time. Sometimes they have the fourth qualifying round draw on Talk Sport, so yeah, it's usually on the uh, the early, isn't it? So, well, keep your eyes peeled for that. Of course, stay involved on all the relevant social media platforms. Follow Maystone United; they'll be updating as uh, as apparent, and uh, they'll be giving you an update as well. I'm sure as to when that having a Waterlooville game will be rescheduled. 
and uh, it's 3pm on TalkSport 2. Thank you again, Sean Nostato. So, yeah, fourth qualifying round draw will be 3pm on Monday, TalkSport 2. And uh, so Kipriani. Be a bit up half three if you want to tune in because they do waffle and yeah, uh, well, it's talk sport, do so the null first. So. We know what talk sport's all about in terms of their regular content, but uh, hopefully we can see Maystone see our result anyway. Um, Pip Nolan is going to be taking a throw in, pretty level with the Maystone penalty area on the far side of the field to ourselves. Uh, good clear header there from. George Fowler as Obi looks to come forward now. And a lovely little ball there from Obi to DeGraft. DeGraft back to Obi and here comes Obi. And oh, it's just too far ahead of him from DeGraft. And the keeper's rushed out to, to beat Obi to it. Unfortunately, nothing Obi could do there. Great one-two with DeGraft. But unfortunately, in terms of the receiving end, uh, wasn't as fortunate with uh, the pass from DeGraft. Uh, Aaron Sibia comes forward now and DeGraft is... Uh, just picking up the ball on the right-hand side. He's got acres of space to run into. Can he beat King? He can, but the ball gets a little bit away from it, away from him as he tries to knock it through to Devonte. Unfortunately, Aaron Sibia can't quite keep hold of it, and the keeper picks up quite easily into the last two and a half minutes of this game now as Lynch loses out to Ezenolium and Bone in the midfield. Obi loses out again to uh, Rose and the number four for Winchester. Lynch gives the ball back to Aaron Sibia. Like pass the parcel here and Kiprianu tries to maintain the ball and there we go. That's what we need. Kiprianu on the ball, very steady, very calm, composed. Bit of a uh, Rolls-Royce in the midfield. Just looks very smooth on the ball. Doesn't look like he's going to panic. Doesn't look like he's going to be dispossessed. I think sometimes you need people like that. People that aren't too flashy. They're just going to tick the game over a little bit, maintain the ball, maintain the possession and keep the game going for Maystone. Sam Bone wins a header. Oh, sorry, George Fowler wins a header. Sam Bone picks the ball up and launches it up towards Ogo Obi, but Rose beats him to it. Clears to Bone. Bone to Eze Nolim. Eze Nolim with a lack of options, but finds Aaron Sibia. Can he beat the number four? Ops not to. Goes back to Eze Nolim. No option for Ezinolim as he tries to find Obi down the line. Quite a poor ball there and it is going out of play. And uh, a minute and a half left of normal time. Maystone, yeah, of course. Yeah, he's had a bad recap behind you there. He's just been steady at the back, hasn't he? He's, uh, like you say, he's just not been troubled. He's just very comfortable on the ball. That's right. Wins his headers, good with, the, good with his feet. Another good header there into the middle of the field for two Maystone players to take the pick of who's going to come away with it. It's going to be Sam Korn. Korn to Reynolds on the right-hand side. Good ball over the top from Reynolds to DeGraff, but he can't quite get on it. And Nigel, as we enter this 90th minute of play, have you got a man of the match for today at all? Yeah, I think... Obviously, when you look at it, Manchester's goals have been the difference, but I just think... Harry Capriano at the back there, he's marshalled that defence well. You know what you're going to get from George Fowler. He's a couple of uh, blocks, last-minute blocks there, which which we've come accustomed to with George Fowler. But considering it's his first time back there in a new sort of back four, I think he's marshalled the defence well. Capriano, say, won his headers. He kept us, you know, the, they didn't really have a chance. Winchester had the, the best opportunity. It wasn't really a shot, was it? You know, he yeah. just 
just done everything you want from your defender, really. Like we said at the beginning of the show, isn't it? Just, just don't make a mistake. Win your headers. Play it out when you can and just don't do anything silly. And uh, it's been an all-round performance from him, I think. Yeah, I think I'd have to agree. That's probably my pick, Harry Kiprianu, on his debut, or well, he's starting uh, debut for the Stones. Of course, did feature in a little cameo last week. But uh, his first start for the club, and he's coming away of a man of the match performance. So very impressive debut to the FA Cup in a stone shirt for him. And uh, Maystone are looking like they're going to continue their run in this cup competition. Trying to see how much added time has been given. But uh, I haven't seen the ball go up. We are over the 90 minutes as Ed Nodham comes down the left-hand side. Uh, Aaron Sibiot picks the ball up. There's no rush from Maystone to try and get this ball forward. But understandably so as Kipriani knocks it back into Fowler. The uh, wind's starting to create a bit of a chill here for me in my shorts sitting on the side of the pitch. But I'm sure we'll warm up uh, celebrating the victory in no time. Kovalan plays it to Aaron Sibia. Aaron Sibia to Korn. Corn out to Brown. Brown to Bone. In that defensive midfield position. Just not rushing things. Just staying composed and calm on the ball. Brown under a lot of pressure there. And he does end up giving the ball away. And here come Winchester. Down the right hand side. McCormick. Aaron Sibia. Doing really well to fight back for the ball there. And he does fantastically well there. Devontae. And uh, gives the ball to Ezenodim. Ezenodim 1-2 with Obi. And Ezenodim drives down the line. Trying to find an option. But is ushered back down the line by Rose. Kiprianu to Kovalan. Kovalan with a couple of options here. Ezenodim with some space on the left. Brown with space on the right. But he just launches one forward to the back line of Winchester. Kiprianu with another header. Obi with a touchdown. Back to Ezenolim, well played there as Bone collects to Ezenolim. Kiprianu. Back to Kovalan. Kovalan tries to find Obi but only finds Rose. Kiprianu launches the ball straight down the line and off the field. And uh, still no update on how long is left of this half, but. We are two and a half minutes into additional time. And uh, we are just seeing Pip Nolan here collect the ball for a throw in on the halfway line. Just waiting for him to take it and there it goes down the line. Sam Bone with a very simple header back up the field. And it's going to be a goal kick for Maidstone. Into the fourth minute of additional time here now. Yep, still no uh, board come up yet. Yeah, I'm pretty sure it hasn't come up because in the first half the uh, club did tweet the additional time but haven't seen anything so who knows what minute we're in but we have played 48 minutes and 39 seconds of this second half so unless my phone's decided it's going to skip time uh, we probably don't have much longer left of this one. 
Um, coming up to the end of four minutes of additional time. Can't really see why there would have been four minutes, but I suppose there was a penalty and quite a few substitutions. Fowler wins a header. And Corn uh, puts it out of play. <laughs> Ball's rolling out and Sam Corn just runs along and hoofs it over the wall at the edge of the ground. King. Back to Philpot. Philpot, long ball wide. Four and a half minutes of additional time played. Kovalan. And there we and go. There we go. Four and a half minutes of additional time. Apparently it was on the clock, but it's a, uh, a comfortable victory in the end for Maidstone United. A 2-0 win over hosts Winchester City FC. And Nigel... All round, pretty simple performance, quite straightforward in the end. Yeah, so we said uh, the first half, didn't we, that um, wasn't much action, but uh, from either side, really, I think Maidstone were a bit um, guilty of playing the long ball. I know we uh, it was mentioned, and we didn't really mention it on air, but the pitch was, wasn't the best, was it? It was very slopey. Um, you went down behind that goal mouth before the game, and... Uh, yeah, it did, did slope quite a bit from the, the right to the left, but uh, it's both the same. Uh, the same for both teams. Um, yeah, but you know, coming out in that second half showed a bit more intensity, a bit more energy for that first five, ten, fifteen minutes, and uh, bagged ourselves a few goals. The first, uh, the two goals, and uh, saw it out quite comfortably in the end. Yeah, I think coming into this game, obviously, you know. It was a little bit latter, or a, a latter stage than to where we went out last season. I think maybe that might have been on the minds of the players. Obviously, don't want to exert yourself too early on. You don't want to maybe be a little bit too much on the front foot. Obviously, that cost us against Stenning. That goal that we let slip there um, was just because of a bit of sloppy play, a little bit of a lapse in concentration, and we ended up conceding that one. But we seemed a lot more composed, a lot more rigid at the back in this one. And, uh, of course... That's what we like to see. We like to see, you know, another clean sheet, a second in a row, four wins on the bounce now. And George Elakobi's side, despite not looking so convincing in the first half, didn't really concede any chances. You know, there was barely any shots on target. Um, and really, you know, we looked very comfortable in the second half. Like you say, we come out, got the job done the first 10 minutes of the second half. And that was it. We see it out from there. And I think, you know, looking at the additions of players who can come... <laughs> who can come back into the squad uh, from the injury list and the bench and things like that. You know, the Graft, Korn, Greenwich, Petrasso, other players involved on the bench as well. I think this is looking like a really, really comfortable and good squad. So hopefully we uh, get a pretty simple draw on Monday. Do you think you'd like an easy draw? Maybe progress on to the next round? Or do you oh want yeah, to see definitely. another bigger I think, side? I think for a club like Maystone, that, that's where the... Um the money is, isn't it? I mean, I know Sean's uh, on our podcast. That's what he's always sort of dreamed of, getting that big money tie in the first round. Uh, it's been a few years since we, we've been to the first round proper. So for a club at our level, and uh, you know, we mentioned it, there are other Kent sides that have got to this stage for, for the first time. You know, it is about, this is, you know, a glamour tie for them. But, you know, for us, for Mason, I think it's just about getting a, a good home tyre or like a, get a home tyre you know 
and uh, just about getting into that, that hat for the, the first round properly. I mean, we've done the hard work now. We've come to staying in the last round, Winchester now, um, put in the performance. Um, and hopefully, you know, we can get into that first round and, you know, you'll see that confidence starting to grow. You said it there yourself, you know, the players to come back in now. Um, you can see the tactics of George working, mm -hmm. you know. You know, they know when to play, they know when to press, That you know, they're getting used to each other now and Kovlin's got that clean sheet behind him, um, which I think he deserved early doors but never quite came, but, you know, he's got it now and uh, he wasn't troubled, was he? I don't, I, I, you know, he didn't have a save to make, did he? I don't, you Yeah, know. that simple little roller towards the end of the, set of the first half, but... Besides that, really nothing to write home about. And um, you know, another thing that's not, under, that's not to be underestimated with Kovlin is, you know, his positioning when those crosses come in. You know, there was a f in, in that first half, especially, you know, if a keeper maybe last season not getting anything against the goalies we had last year, but if you stay on that line, that moment of hesitation, it gives teams like this that that opportunity to, you know, just turn and lash away at that loose ball. But yep. whereas Kovlin, his positioning is so good when that ball comes in that the opportunity is gone before it's even got there. So, yeah. you know, that that's just something that you can't, you know, you can't buy, can you, that experience as well. You know, he's used to playing in the big games as well, isn't he? You know, National League final and, uh, you know, he's, he's been at that level. So, you know, it's just an all-round team performance, I think. Yeah, and I think we'll see a few more of those uh, coming up as well. So, of course, uh, that's going to be all from us today. Uh, the 30th of September has resulted in a victory. Next weekend, Saturday the 7th, Maystone are going to be away to Torquay. Um, that is going to be commentated by Sean Skirt and... Do you know who? Darren Styles, I believe. Darren Styles. So, do stay tuned on Stones Live for all of that action next week. Of course, it's going to be a very tough game. Torquay with a very resounding win against Hungerford today in the FA Cup. So, coming off the back of uh, a big win for them hitting a vein of form for both teams Mason going to look to increase their winning run to five so hopefully you've all enjoyed our show today my name's been Joseph Parkhouse and with me Nigel Seeger thank you very much for joining me today Nigel thank you and Pleasure. we'll catch you all in the next one come on you stones you stones